Today's show recorded from 2016. If the NSA is listening, we can at least be entertaining. The Kate Daly Show starts now. If re-elected, would you increase the frequency of garbage pickup? Well, citizen, that's an excellent question, and I thank you for it. I think it's great we live in a town where you can ask questions. Because without questions, we just have answers. And an answer without a question is a statement. Oh, I like him. He looks me in the eye. there. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. So glad that you are spending the afternoon with me. Uh, from coast to coast, we get calls from all over the nation, and I appreciate all the support. I appreciate people uh, calling their local stations and wanting the show there, and uh, and just appreciate all of you from WCGO in Chicago to KZNU and Utah, Arizona, Nevada, and all over from coast to coast in Canada, too. I can't forget you guys, too. Um, and a big, huge welcome to the NSA listening. <laughs> We know they are. I mean, it's just so funny, isn't it? And if they have questions about the Constitution, call right in. It's great. Um, I encourage it. And, you know, we have to have a sense of humor about this a little bit, right? Because things have fundamentally changed um, in America. There was uh, some polls done, and I found this so interesting. About 23% of Americans believe that we're headed in the right direction, although we're being told constantly that everything's great. Everything is great, and it's never been better, and oh my gosh, you know, we're fine, and we keep getting told we're fine, and I wonder how many of you um, really feel that way. Maybe that's why you're listening, because I think there's a consensus maybe in America, especially if the poll came out at only 23% um, headed that we're headed in the right direction. Maybe they're sitting at the DNC, uh, I don't know, uh, convention, but I, there again... Um, most of America feels as though, no, something's, something's definitely not right. And we're looking at the, the, the sort of dog and pony show with the conventions, and we're noticing that something is very, very off. I don't know. Maybe you feel like everything's great and that we're just, I don't know, crying wolf. I don't know. Hi, caller. Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. Of course, everything's fine. Did you watch the Republican convention? Sure. Yes, yes. Did you Did you notice when they did the roll call and went around every state, every state said the state of blah 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 is great. We have high employment. Mm-hmm. Everything's looking good. Yeah. So that's that's yeah. on the record. Every yeah, state that's true. Green is doing fantastic. <laughs> that's true. What if they would have said, "Oh, our state sucks. It's terrible." <laughs> yeah. Well, not not one person said no. the state sucks. Wow, not one. I mean, what would have happened? What do you think? I mean, would we have unraveled as a nation if somebody actually admitted the truth that maybe things aren't going in the right direction? I don't know, but I mean, I, I thought it was just uh, comical. It is funny. And said how great everything was. I mean, if you believe it's not, then right. why would they say it? Right. Exactly right. I, I like it. I like the facade. It's it, it feels nice anyway, and it, it helps with my optimism. Sure. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate the call. Uh, you're welcome to call in 888-673-1450. Um, we are seeing we are seeing more problems and, and more issues, and we are seeing um, things like uh, there was a judge in the UK that was saying, you know, um, here's an idea. Why don't we just forego the whole <laughs> jury thing? We don't really need them. I mean, it's not necessary. And why don't we just rule from the bench? 
and you know basically on how that judge feels that day or if they've had a bad day or a good day or maybe they're bought and sold by by their superiors um maybe that's the way to go <laughs> maybe just oust the the legal system as he sees it and i i, I find these little changes these little things that people want to do they're huge but they're not really advertised as such right it's just a little tweak right hi caller welcome to the k daly show how are you Good afternoon, Kate. How are you doing? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm I'm rather warm because it is a little toasty today. Yes. It's summer. And yes. Anyhow, you know, to kind of uh, piggyback on that last caller, can you imagine having to be the one from Michigan to stand up and say, unemployment is extremely low and mm-hmm. our state is just rocking? <laughs> Right. Hmm. You know, and and then the well, one from California that would have to get up and say that, and the one from Illinois that would have to get up from, and say that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, either the people are part of the, you know, establishment or whatever, and mm-hmm. really actually believe that, or just, you know, got right. told, hey, this is what you got to say, otherwise, you know. Bad things mm-hmm. might happen. Well, we're not we're not mentioning sort of the elephant in the room, and the elephant in the room for most states is this. And you you all tell me if if this is correct for you too. But we're working more jobs, we're working harder, longer hours uh, for the same rate of pay, uh, say, from years ago. This isn't getting easier. If people are working, it means that they're working two part-time jobs instead of one full-time job that they used to have. So we're spending more time, it's more stressful, we're making less, and we have more regulations than ever before to try and do business and eke out a profit, right? Absolutely. And, you know, and the people working the part-time jobs... Mm -hmm. Or even the full-time jobs, if you're fortunate enough to have one, you're what three, two, three, four dollars an hour less than uh, you know. Because in my personal case, mm-hmm. during the horrible economy of George W. Bush and how everything sucked so bad back then, mm-hmm. I am currently six bucks an hour below what I was making then. Wow, wow, that's and significant. This is the greatest economy in the world. <laughs> this nation has right. never been better. Right. Well, we keep getting told that. And and sometimes yeah, if you yeah. say it enough, yeah, but, it and, and becomes one true. One last thing real fast. I don't know if you caught this, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, Fox News, there was uh, some brilliant Einsteinian-level Democrat talking about Donald Trump committing treason by his little joke with, you know, hey, Russia, find the email. I thought that was hilarious, actually. <laughs> I love that. I thought that was funny because it was so telling. Yeah. But, yeah, go ahead. Well, well, the part about it that's so funny is coming from somebody that supports Hillary Clinton. <laughs> that is the you pot know, calling the kettle black. <laughs> yeah, so, that's true. You know, any Democrats listening out there, uh, just ponder that for a while. You've got <laughs> folks out there running around saying that uh, Trump, by saying something, commits treason, mm-hmm. and yet you can't help yourself but go, Hillary, 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 isn't she so great? Yeah, it is. It is interesting. Yeah, I'll give you that. Thank you. Appreciate that. All right. Have a good day. You know, the one thing that they don't say about Trump is that he's a criminal and a murderer and um, and he is uh, all of the all of the accolades they give Hillary. Basically, they're saying he's brazen. He says things that are revolting, I guess. I mean, I'm trying to think of the things they say about him. He's full of himself. He's always been full of himself. He's, that's never changed about him. He's been in the public eye for years and years and years. Um, but it is interesting that, that Hillary is called all of these things, which are, I mean, 
outrageous. I mean, these are huge, huge things. And we're, we're kind of saying as society that it's in equal parts to Trump. We don't know what Trump's going to do yet in office. We don't know. We're speculating. Everybody's speculating. No matter what you say right now, you're speculating because he has no track record in politics. Um, he has a track record in who he's associated with, but not necessarily in any sort of position where he's he's ruled over people. So we don't really know. But it is funny to me that people try and equate them equally. But nobody's calling Trump a criminal. Nobody's calling him a murderer or has 70 bodies stacked up behind him. It is interesting how the media paints it, though, and how we as people sort of take this the whole thing's a circus, it's a whole sham, and I understand where everybody's coming from on that, but I don't know that it's fair to equate the two when the two have completely different backgrounds. Um, I don't think that's fair, and I always going to call it out if I don't think it's fair. Um, you know, as society moves forward and as we, as we just keep, seem, well, we keep going, I think a lot of people are expecting the bottom to fall out at any moment uh, economically, but we seem to keep moving forward. Um, there was an article about a federal judge ruling that hidden microphones in public do not violate the Constitution. Uh, I think that does, but, you know, there's that Fourth Amendment, that pesky amendment um, in the way. But it's things like this that are those little cuts the thousand cuts into our liberties that make all the difference in the world for us sometimes it's not the biggest things sometimes it's the small things that happen along the way and not enough people pay attention to it like this cameras hidden by the feds in public places picking up what you're saying or listening to the show right now i mean if they're the public and they want to listen great but for doing it for nefarious reasons or collecting data on you or or listening to a phone call or any of these things do violate the fourth amendment no matter what or how a judge who could be bought by the feds wants to say whether or not it is or not doesn't matter it is i mean that that's the actual truth of the matter is that yes it does violate our constitutional rights whether they think that that is the key ingredient to our safety or not whether they have assessed that it is that it is in we are in dire need of that to happen otherwise uh we are, we're going to hell in a handbasket tomorrow or we're going to have an attack around the corner tomorrow i don't care what their excuse or reasoning is it still violates the Constitution. If our own judges in America, like Judge Posner yesterday, we were quoting that he said the Constitution just doesn't matter. Um, that's amazing to me because it matters in every sense of the word. It matters to America. It matters to Americans. It might not matter to the government. <laughs> it obviously doesn't. But it matters to us. And where people don't have a lot of faith in where we're headed and the direction we're headed, do people have faith in the legal system still? Do we have faith that the legal system will actually work out in our favor if for some reason we were detained, if for some reason something happened to where you were stuck in prison? Um, I've had so many whistleblowers on the show that have experienced that very thing, that have experienced being put into prison and not given a trial or not given, um, uh, not even given the evidence against them or having it detained or, um, or, or, or not given a speedy trial, which is also in the Constitution. Do you still have faith in the rule of law? Is there a part of you that remains very optimistic about that and that you still think that if it were you, you would still be treated pretty fairly by a jury of your peers or by the prosecution, or you're just maybe hoping that a judge wouldn't be bought and sold like the district judges are, the federal judges, I think most of them are. 
Do you still feel that you'd get a fair shake? 888-673-1450. I'm so interested in how you feel because obviously as we're being told everything's fine and only 23% of America feels that way. Now, I don't know who was polled. You always have to look at who was polled. But if they don't feel that way, do they also at the same time feel that the legal system won't work in their favor as well? It's a lot to go after. And like, I want to talk about something maybe a little closer to home as far as how we're raising our kids or how we view things um, or view ourselves and our principles, maybe a little closer to home as an individual. Let's go there. Why not? Right? All right. I'll be right back. This is the Kate Daly Show. time the holidays are about sharing at balance of nature we have so much to share my name is katrina howard and my dad is dr howard the founder of balance of nature the orange giveaway started over 30 years ago as a family tradition we want to share it with you stop by the balance of nature building at 1568 south river road on december 3rd from 8 a.m to noon and join in our tradition of sharing. We will have five tons of oranges to give out freely, no strings attached. Bring your family, bring your friends, bring your neighbors. This is our way of giving back to the Southern Utah community. This is our way of saying thank you from our family to yours. Merry Christmas. Can't wait to get at those Black Friday savings? Kid, I'm with you 100%. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Best Mattress. At our huge Black Friday sale, get a free adjustable base on a qualified Serta Sealy or Beautyrest mattress purchase. Plus, no down, no interest financing for 24 months. And get a free cooling memory foam pillow with any mattress purchase of $6.99 or more. You can't have good health without great sleep. And the best way to get great sleep is Best Mattress. Sleep easy, friends. See store for details. Lionsgate Recovery, a drug and alcohol rehab facility, is honored to be voted the gold winner of 2022 Best of Southern Utah, now three years in a row. Lionsgate has helped hundreds of people by dedicating their lives to overcoming the cycle of addiction and discovering the freedom of recovery. With locations in St. George, Tokerville, Cedar City, and Parowan, call their 24-hour hotline if you need help at 866-471-9476 or go to lionsgaterehab.com. Lionsgate, people in recovery, helping people find recovery. Wow. So this is the dream house you've been telling me about with the two master bathrooms. <laughs> Where'd you find out about it? LivingStGeorge.com, the one I've been telling you about all week. <laughs> they have every local house for sale, backed up by pros that live and work right here in our neighborhoods. <laughs> so I saw this home. I fell in love. Should I be jealous? LivingStGeorge.com referred me to an agent that made sure we paid a fair price and smoothed out the buying process. So we get the home of our dreams. Aw, a home you want at the price we're willing to pay. <laughs> I guess it is time for me to check out livingstgeorge.com. You were right. I'm sorry, what was that? You were right. We thought about hiring one of those company spokesmen to get on the radio and tell you about how this will change your life and call today for a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. But is that really what you want? Don't you just want answers to the things that are troubling you and for those answers to actually be true? People laughed when we told them 53 seconds could change your life. Let me be more clear. The change in your life, it's going to take some time. If someone tells you they can do it in a day, I would be very suspicious. However, 
Calling us is the first step to dealing with stress, depression, unsatisfied relationships, confidence issues, and many of the other effects of ED. And it actually does take less than 53 seconds to get an appointment. So stop waiting. Stop beating yourself up. Stop worrying about it being too good to be true. Is there a chance it might not work? Yes, but only 15%, which means there's an 85% chance your life will really change. 85%. Think about that. Call Prolong Medical Center in St. George at 375-5000. My wife is always on me about making sure I tell you folks about the other inventory besides silver and gold at the world-renowned and award-winning Gold Ore Store, especially right now at this special time of year. Yes, it's me again, Greg, the co-owner with Mel... That's a pronoun, she, short for melody, for anyone who wants to know. Anyway, we just want you to know that besides being the best precious metals gold and silver store, we have the best rock and crystal shop and the best place to buy a unique gift in all of southern Utah. As voted by you, the incredible residents of this amazing location called St. George, a.k.a. Dixie, P.S., Merry Christmas on 7 North Main Street in historic downtown St. George, Utah. We can guarantee you have never seen or experienced anything like the wonderful Gold Ore Store. 435-703-9119. That's 435-703-9119. Jill, why don't you tell the class what you did this weekend? Well, my dad and I went in search of some magical minnows and found a zillion of them in the stream from our lookout rock. Then my sister and I escaped from an evil slug king and went back to my super twig fort for safety. Then we told stories till it got dark, and the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Today's show recorded from 2016. Tales. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. And I got nothing to show, just climbing this rope right here. And if there's a man upstairs, he kept bringing me rain. But I've been sending up prayers and something's changed. I think I finally found my hallelujah. I've been waiting for this moment all my life now. My dreams are coming true, yeah. I've been waiting for this moment. It's good to be alive right about now. Back to the Kate Daly Show. I'm glad you're spending the afternoon with me. I actually am going to start out with a caller. Hi, caller. Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. Uh, um, but back in Nashville, Tennessee, during the first week of January 1996, um, more than about 4,000 baseball coaches descended upon Opryland Hotel for the 52nd annual ABCA convention. And the speaker was John Scalinos, right? And in 1996, John Scalinos, I could be saying that wrong, was 78 years old with five years retired as a, as a college coaching career that began in 1948. And the person that was at this, that this speech, giving this, giving this uh, recollection of this, said, I'm just happy to be here. He shuffled to the stage, uh, John Scalinos, this coach, uh, shuffled to the stage, and this very impressive standing ovation took place. And he was wearing a dark polyester <laughs> suit a light a light blue shirt and a string around his neck uh from which home plate hung a full-sized stark white home plate around his neck held by a string and it pointed side down all right 
And people were wondering as they were sort of looking around, and so was this gentleman, who in the heck is this guy? And after speaking for about 25 minutes, not once mentioning the prop hanging around his neck, Coach Scalinos appeared to notice the snickering among the coaches that was taking place in the audience. And even those who knew Coach Scalinos had to wonder exactly what was going on with this or if he had just simply forgotten about home plate around his neck when he'd gotten on stage. Then finally, he addressed it, and he said, you're probably all wondering why I'm wearing home plate around my neck. Or maybe you think I escaped from Camarillo State Hospital. And his voice got a little more serious as he was laughing along with others, and he said, no. He said, I may be old, but I'm not crazy. The reason I stand before you today is to share with you, baseball people, what I've learned in my life and what I've learned about home plate in my 78 years on the planet. Several hands went up when Scalinas asked how many Little League coaches were in the room. Do you know how wide home plate is in Little League? And after a pause, someone offered this, 17 inches. That's right, he said. How about in Babe Ruth? Any Babe Ruth coaches in the house? Another long pause. 17 inches? Uh, Came across as a guess from another reluctant coach who didn't want to raise his hand. That's right. John Scalino said, he said, now how many high school coaches do we have in the room? And hundreds of hands at that point shot up. And this pattern began to appear. How wide is home plate in high school? 17 inches. The crowd rang out. You're right, Scalino said. And you college coaches, how wide is home plate in college? 17 inches, they said in unison again. Any minor league coaches out there? How wide is home plate in pro ball? 17 inches. Right. And in major leagues, how wide is home plate? 17 inches. And he confirmed it again. 17 inches. And what do they do with a big league pitcher who can't throw the ball over those 17 inches? And somebody said they send him to Pocatello. (laughs) He said, what they don't do is this. They don't say, oh, that's okay, Bobby. You hit a, you know, you, you can't hit a 17-inch target. We'll make it 18 inches or 19 inches for you. We'll make it 20 inches so you have a better chance of throwing the ball over it. And if you can't hit that, let us know so we can make it wider for you, maybe even 25 inches if that will help. There was a really long pause, and he said, coaches? And there was another really long pause. And he said, what do we do when our best player shows up late to practice? What do we do if he violates curfew? What if he uses drugs? Do we hold him accountable? Or do we change the rules to fit him? Do we widen home plate? And the chuckles gradually faded as about 4,000 coaches grew really, really quiet. And the fog lifting as the old coach's message began to unfold. And he turned He then turned the plate toward himself and using a Sharpie began to draw something on this home plate hanging around his neck. When he turned it toward the crowd, point up, a house was revealed complete with a freshly drawn door and two windows that he had hurriedly drawn. This is the problem in our homes today with our marriages and with the way we parent our kids, with our discipline. We don't teach accountability to our kids, and there is no consequence for failing to meet standards. We keep widening the plate. There was a really long pause at that point, and he said, and to the point at the top of the house, he's added a small American flag. 
This is the problem in our schools today. The quality of our education is going downhill fast, and teachers have been stripped of the tools they need to be successful to educate and discipline our young people. We're allowing others to widen home plate all around us. And where is that getting us? This is the problem in the church, where powerful people in positions of authority have taken advantage of young children only to have such an atrocity swept under the rug for years. Even church leaders can widen home plates from time to time. This guy sitting in the audience was thinking that, you know, he's pretty amazed. He said at a baseball convention where I expected to learn something about curveballs and bunting and how to run better practices, I had learned something far more valuable. From an old man with home plates strung around his neck, I had learned something about life, about myself, about my own weaknesses, and about my responsibilities as a leader. I had to hold myself and others accountable to that which I knew to be right, lest our families, our faith, our society continue down this undesirable path. Coach Scalinas continued, and he said, If I am lucky, you will remember one thing from this old coach today. It is this. If we fail to hold ourselves to a higher standard, a standard of what we know to be right, if we fail to hold our spouses and our children to the same standards, if we are willing or unable to provide a consequence which they do not meet the standard, and if our schools and churches and government fail to hold themselves accountable, To those they serve, there is but one thing to look forward to. And with that, he held up home plate in front of his chest, and he turned it around, and he revealed its black, dark backside. And he said, dark days ahead. Coach Scalinas died in 2009 at the age of 91, um, but not before touching the lives of hundreds of players and coaches. And I'll tell you, uh, his message was clear. Coaches, keep your players, no matter how good they are, your own children, and most of all, keep yourself at 17 inches. Do not compromise. And what do we see going on in the world around us, and why do you think most people think or, or say, uh, seven, over 75%, that we're not going in the right direction? But where does that actually start? I think it could possibly start at home. Maybe we don't hold our kids to the same standards that we were held to as kids. Maybe we're more lenient. I've been guilty of that. I've been so guilty of that. You have two parent working homes and the last thing you want to do when you do have some time with your kids is yell at them. And so you go softy, right? We're all guilty. We're all guilty of that. I would imagine. But how often in our lives do we see people getting away with it? We see Hillary Clinton getting away with all of the things she's getting away with, right? The lies, uh, and I could point to almost all of our politicians in the lies they tell. And we see enough of this in society that we almost figure that this is just the new norm. We've widened home plate and we don't even... We don't realize that we actually have done that, that as a society, we've widened the plate um, for those that don't want the consequences to happen to them. Abortion. We've widened home plate for those that don't want to accept responsibility and call it what it is, right? We are a society that's been doing this for decades. So how do we rein it in and how do we get back to 17 inches? Because like Coach Selena said, the 17 inches is the same in Little League, it's the same in high school, it's the same in pro ball. It's never different. They don't give a wider plate to the youth. 
because they have to learn that that is the standard. It's the 17 inches. What a fantastic message from a coach who really had it going on, who really understood our society and probably was raised in an era where that standard was extremely high. And he wanted the same thing for his, for his players all along the way. And how much have we changed? If we don't correct it at home, we can't correct it in local government. We can't correct it in national government. If we at home are not maybe making sure that our, that we as spouses or our children are sticking to the 17 inches, that we're staying to standards that we know are right, that we know have, have a value system behind them and that what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. Right? <laughs> Was that confusing? I, I feel like if we can do it at home with our own kids, be more strict, be more absolute about the things that are right, and maybe curb the behaviors at home, maybe, just maybe, we have a chance of raising children that become leaders of this land that would actually do the same with their constituencies, that would do the same as themselves in elected office, that would hold themselves to that same standard. Coach Salinas, uh, Scalinos held himself to the 17-inch standard. You can tell. He wanted to make sure that we did the same in our homes and in our churches and in our government. And as people get away with things, I, I remember when O.J. Simpson walked off, and I remember thinking, everybody in the country knew this man was guilty. What in the world is going on with our system? And once in a while, that will happen. But it shouldn't be the norm. People shouldn't, because of their status, get away with things. We've got to hold feet to the fire. and We've got to be more strict about what we accept and what we don't accept. Instead of saying, well, that's the way the world is going. If 75, over 70, well, 77% of Americans don't feel that we're on the right track, is anybody worried about the 17 inches or keeping to a higher standard? Or are we just acknowledging the fact that, yeah, it's off the rails, don't know how to stop it, don't know what to do, but yep, I'm acknowledging that we're completely off the rails as a country. I, I think that the biggest lesson for me in this talk was to address my own inconsistencies with my own kids, with my own self, to say to myself, maybe I could solve that problem in my own home since I am one of the leaders of my home, right, my husband and I, and maybe we could start to address it within the walls of our own home first, because that we do have control over every single day. We might not have control over Hillary and what she's doing, and we might not have as much control over what's going on, but we can control that. So maybe we start with that. And can you imagine 77% of Americans starting with that today, how different we would be as a nation? If we started holding feet to the fire, and I, you know, yesterday I was telling my son, let me have your phone. Get off of your phone. I can't stand have, watching a phone in your face any longer. <laughs> I can't take five more minutes of it. And I need to be stricter about that, even more strict than I've been in the past. And I realize that because it's so easy to get lazy. It is so easy right now to take the easy road in parenting and let the electronics parent for us and be the spouse that doesn't pay attention to the other spouse because we're so busy on electronics. We need to curb it at home we need to stay to 17 inches at home for ourselves then we might have a chance of creating a better nation this is the k daly show stay with me i'll be right back
This is Brandon of the Cherry Creek Mortgage Team wishing everyone a happy holidays. And as we head into the new year, and if you're looking at buying a new home, we hope we can be one of your finance options. Please keep in mind that we feel rates will come down and maybe sooner than later. So watch your closing fees and all refinances are just a flat fee of $12.95 per loan, making it less expensive to refinance when rates lower. So give us a call. It's 525-2222 or find us at BrandonHansonMortgage.com. Join Lyle Boss, president of Boss Financial for Safe Money Radio, every Friday at 5 p.m. right here. Or call Lyle Boss now for your complimentary Safe Money book, Safe Money Miracle, at 855-355-7233. Hello, it's Santa. Come celebrate the holidays at the Christmas Village at Red Cliffs, happening right now. Come see Santa's workshop, get tasty treats at Mrs. Claus's Kitchen, go ice skating and take the Christmas train to visit all your favorite Christmas characters. There'll be local food vendors, nightly parades, live local talent, an interactive light show, and so much more. So come enjoy the holidays. Holidays all season long at the Christmas Village at Red Cliffs. For all holiday event and ticket info, go to stgeorgechristmasvillage.com. Brought to you by Canyon Media and Black Desert Resort. LivingStGeorge.com has every home for sale in southern Utah with local pros that live and work here to help find your dream home. Sell your current home at fair price or just answer your questions. For everything in real estate, LivingStGeorge.com. We thought about hiring one of those company spokesmen to get on the radio and tell you about how this will change your life and call today for a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. But is that really what you want? Don't you just want answers to the things that are troubling you and for those answers to actually be true? People laughed when we told them 53 seconds could change your life. Let me be more clear. The change in your life is going to take some time. If someone tells you they can do it in a day, I would be very suspicious. However... Calling us is the first step to dealing with stress, depression, unsatisfied relationships, confidence issues, and many of the other effects of ED. And it actually does take less than 53 seconds to get an appointment. So stop waiting. Stop beating yourself up. Stop worrying about it being too good to be true. Is there a chance it might not work? Yes, but only 15%, which means there's an 85% chance your life will really change. 85%. Think about that. Call Prolong Medical Center in St. George at 375 375- 5,000. 375 5,000. At Red River Health and Wellness Center, we utilize non pharmaceutical approaches to help patients with challenging autoimmune and thyroid conditions. And because each person is unique, we design custom care plans that focus on the individual. Our goal is to improve health, well being, and quality of life. We work in conjunction with your prescribing physician for an optimal outcome. Call Red River Health and Wellness at 855 55 River with offices in Logan, South Jordan, Springville, and St. George. Hi, friends and neighbors. It's Greg from Gold Ore Store, your best choice for silver and gold as a great alternative to a terribly disappointing government and its awful failing dollar. Every day, people come from all over the area with their stories of dismay and stress related to their bank accounts and how frustrated they are with the present economic conditions. The banks are a mess. The corporations are a mess. The government's a mess. People always fall back to the things they know to always be true. My message is one of hope and relief for us as 
Americans. Buy physical silver as a hedge against uncontrolled government and their wasteful spending programs. In this season of giving, we are ready and able to assist you in your decision to let go of those discretionary funds and buy silver and gold. We are the world-famous, award-winning St. George's iconic hub downtown. Come experience the one-on-one privacy and security of the Gold Ore Store. 435-703-9119. Again, 435-703-9119. Do you have parents that want to be independent and live in their own home, but are not the best at remembering to take their phones when they leave the house or even where they left it last? We know everyone wants their independence, but are you worried all the time? Here's a solution call. Rescue Alert of Dixie today. With a single push of a button, your loved one can get the help they need anywhere and anytime. Plus, if they fall outside or in a different room and can't get to the phone, Rescue Alert of Dixie can be worn around their neck and it still works. They can go out walking the dog, shopping, or visiting friends and get help anytime. That's peace of mind for you and them. The response center at Rescue Alert of Dixie will call you first if there's a problem and send emergency medical help if needed. The idea of having someone there 24 hours a day, seven days a week gives peace of mind for any family. And it can cost less than a dollar a day. Give Rescue Alert of Dixie a call today at 435-986-1735 or go online at rescuealertdixie.com. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Daly Show. So glad to have you. And we have a lot to talk about today. Southwest Vision. I love my glasses. And neural lenses are the best technology. I you just can't understand how good these glasses are, but I love them. I don't know what I would do without them. And uh, Southwest Vision. Perfect. They're awesome. They're treat they're going to treat you like family. They'll take their time with you. And it's nice to see that because there's not a lot of places that do that anymore. They take their time. They just want to make sure that um, all your questions are answered and everything's great, good to go, and you've got what you needed. I love that about them. Southwest Vision, Dr. Gooch, they're all just great over there. All of them are great. Great, great staff. Uh, Dixie Chiropractic, same way. I love the name Dixie. Dixie Chiropractic is the place to go. And I'm telling you, this is the outfit that uh, if you need chiropractic care, this is where to go. Ozone treatments, plasma treatments. You'd be so surprised what a, uh, a plasma treatment can do for chronic pain and injuries. I'm serious. Uh, herniated discs, car accidents, Dixie Chiropractic with Ward Wagner. Dr. Wagner is the greatest place. So uh, go there. What can I say? Beehive Rental. Make sure you go there if you need equipment. Uh, they've got everything from uh, air compressors, electric tools, general tools, heaters, heaters, fans, uh, landscaping, garden equipment, you name it, trailers, uh, uh, pressure washers. Rent from them and you're going to get the best equipment. Beehive Rental is just fantastic. They're so good. I think we always have to kind of hit on what we can do even within the walls of our own home and and not totally focus on on what's going on in the political world as much as we could solve so many problems if we 
man, if most of America actually, actually kind of got back to a little bit more basics within the walls of their own home, right? We, we've been hijacked a little bit in, in this arena too. I talked about being hijacked in the, in the political arena with the parties, but we've been hijacked at home with a lot of distractions and a lot of things that keep us from being educated or knowledgeable about, about our history or basically about setting those standards. I just talked about the John Scalinos, um, talk, uh, the talk he gave the coaches um, at a baseball convention, and he was talking about not widening the plate, that no matter whether you are in uh, minor leagues or whether you're in little league, home plate is always 17 inches, and it doesn't vary. So the standards by which we live cannot vary. I love this clip from um, Andy Griffith teaching about hard work and not not changing because he's looking at cute little Opie with his big Opie eyes and denying him the 75 cents that he wants uh, for his allowance. This is uh, Andy Griffith's show. The 75 cent rule. The 75 cent rule. I don't, uh, I don't believe I ever heard of that. Well, and that's what I figured. What it is, Pa, is that nowadays kids get 75 cents a week allowance instead of 25 cents. 75 cents? That's a lot of money. And in a year's time, I'd come to see there's 52 weeks in a year. It comes to around $40 a year. <laughs> there are no rules for pa's and sons. Uh, it's as simple as this. Each, uh, each mother or father raises his boy or girl, as the case may be, the way that uh, he thinks is best. And I think it's best for you to get a quarter and work for it. You see, when you give something, in this instance, clean the garage, and you get something in return, like a quarter, well, that's the greatest feeling in the world. You do feel good after working, don't you? Uh-huh. Good and tired. <laughs> well, as, uh, as you get bigger, while well, you'll be doing more and more work for more and more return, and that good feeling will get bigger. Do you understand what I mean? I'm not going to get the 75 cents. <laughs> and I have to work for the 25. Right. It's all clear to you? Yeah. The bigger you get, the tireder you get. <laughs> All right. Do we parent differently than how you were parented today? Um, or have you noticed your uh, children parenting differently uh, to your grandkids than how you were parented? And can we change these things? Because fundamentally, our leaders stem, right, from the world that they were raised in and and uh, and we actually uh, produce the government from the people because that's where they arise from, right? And so if we had a nation of, of people that stuck to the 17-inch home plate, if we had a nation where parents were so intent on being the very best parents they could be and to uh, really have, like I, like I mentioned before, the uh, fruit of the tree, right? You, you can see that in your children. They are the fruit that you produce. That is, that is what you're producing. And so hopefully it's coming from a good tree. But have, as a society, do we as parents sort of relax too much and, and, and parent so differently that we're willing to accept also what we see around us politically and what's going on and people getting away with things because we're also doing it within our home? I'm just wondering, 888-673-1450, what do we do? How do we curb that? How do we get back to basics, teach kids hard work, teach uh, good principles at home? And, and does America need a wake-up call? Because I feel as though... 
um, you know, I, over the summertime, I usually go to Disneyland or Knott's Berry Farm or do something like that, right? And, uh, and travel and go to a park or what have you with my kids. And I've noticed that in this day and age that we are so distracted. We are so wanting to be entertained all the time. And if we're not entertained, we're bored. Our kids are bored. And are we passing along these traits to this generation? I've just noticed that this generation um, and the one preceding me, those that have little kids right now, we're letting them get away with a lot. We're letting them just sort of I don't know what it is. It, it, well, I, I was raised in a pretty strict household. Were you? Because maybe we're not passing that along as much. When I see older people say, oh, the youth of today, you know what I mean? And I'm sure that that before you, they were saying the same thing when you were when you were being raised. But how off the rails have we become as a nation within the four walls of our own home? Um how many of us have have gone past the debt meter <laughs> that we should have uh, gone past? And, and how differently did we look at debt years ago? And how differently do we look at a lot of things years ago? Hi, caller. Welcome to the Kay Daly Show. Hi, Kate. This is Harold. Harold from Ohio. How are you? <laughs> yeah, I haven't, haven't listened to you in a while. And uh, finally, I realized you're not on the on the on the on the stage, so nice. um, I'm so glad you're back. Thank I'm, you. I, I, I'm really happy about it. Excellent. Me um, too. You have you have always excellent things to talk about, and yeah, parenting today. Every every parent wants to be friends with their kids. Yeah, you're right. You're right about instead that. Of, instead of being parents, and then what you said earlier, which I when I could not call in uh, with the parties. Being in the system, I don't know if you remember, there is a part in my book where I'm talking about that changing a system from within is impossible. Mm. You cannot because you have to pay a certain price to be in a situation within a closed system to have the power to change. If you have paid that price... You are in the hands of too many other people who uh, have to be on your same side, and it will all, always end up into a fight, which you will either lose or win, but that will make the system the same, just with a different uh, preset. Mm, so you cannot, change, you cannot change the system from within. You have to be outside of the system to attack it and change it. And for that, you need a power which is larger than the power of the system. Mm, excellent. You know, the, your book, Freedom's Nightmare, is such a great book. I hope people grab it because you were raised in uh, in communist East Germany uh, in the day, back in the day. And your experience of growing up and then coming to America is just one of the neatest experiences I've ever read about because you're so detailed in in how you describe what it was like to grow up in full communism and then come to America. When you came to America, did you notice how different uh, we were? In, in, I'm sure you did in parenting and all of those things too. Yeah, you know, I still had that picture in my mind that mm-hmm. America, I read about mm-hmm. in the books, Yeah, where... Where where uh, kids would play outside till till uh, till night stops. Sure. And uh, 
where parents would um, take care of their kids in a way which would give them a, a really straight idea what life is about, like you just played in that uh, in a short segment from the Griffin Show. Mm-hmm. You had to earn. You had to earn your way in life. It was not that showing up earned you a um, uh, a, a trophy. Mm-hmm. You had to earn it, and and that was completely gone. I was so amazed that uh, many Americans I talked to, especially my cousins, don't even realize that that well, they had switched to a complete different parenting than their parents had done to them. You know, and I think mm-hmm. that's the indoctrination of the school system. You know what I think it is? I think that we want an immediate an immediate uh, validation or an immediate reaction uh, to um, something great happening, not an earned one, because it makes us feel good when we see our kids smile. So we create this, you get a trophy for showing up, you get a prize for just being you all the time, because it makes us feel better, rather than saying that that needs to be earned. And then when it's earned, I'll feel good because you've earned it. It's more about our immediate gratification as a parent than it is even about our kid. Oh, yeah, I think you are right. It is that that the parents want to have that success mm-hmm. for themselves, that feedback for themselves. And I think it's actually theft. They steal that experience being successful by doing something right they steal that from their kids. Yes, kids yes. They never really can experience that feeling. Wow, I really did something which is worth to get uh, uh, a trophy, to get uh, announced for. Um, I learned early in my life, or relatively early, late in my mm-hmm. life, that it doesn't matter what people think about you, as long as you understand that God always knows where you are, who you are, and what you have accomplished. And his rewards are much longer lasting than Mm. any human being's reward you can get. Interesting. Interesting. I like your philosophy, Harold. And uh, it's Harold Zeger. The book is Freedom's Nightmare. You should grab that book. It's really, really good. I've had Harold on before, and um, and I always like your take. And when you were talking about political systems and you can't change it from within, which a lot of people are part of their party, thinking that if they just stay with their party, somehow it will correct itself, you couldn't have done that in East Germany. You couldn't have corrected that party staying in it. No, no, no. I tried it. It didn't work. Hmm. I don't think it ever it works. Work. Yeah, I, I don't think it ever I can. I think it is it is related to physics, which I love. I'm, uh-huh. I'm an engineer. Uh-huh. It is the same connection. If you are in a system and you try to change it, you mess it up. There is no way to do that. You have to be outside of that system to monitor it correctly and to adjust what is necessary. It's in physics the same, in, in chemistry, in biology, mm-hmm. and... It's the same with a human being. I mean, we are all, everything is made by the same creator. If you understand that, you understand that it is always the same. Isn't it interesting, Harold? I love your points. Isn't it interesting how if you stay within the party, thinking that the party will somehow adopt its platform and live by it, then really what we've done is we've widened home plate. 
because we're existing in a system that says it's okay to be off the rails and I'll just wait for you to do better. Isn't that widening the plate, as John Scalina says? Oh, yeah, it is. It is the same. It's the same as thinking that if we put a, a uh, if we put hundreds or ten or five additional amendments to the Constitution, suddenly <laughs> that system, which disregarded the Constitution a hundred years ago, will suddenly adhere to it, and now we have it done. That is so it's true. Just fantasy. Yeah, it is. It's just, it's it's sort of living kind of a lazy optimism. It's not really doing anything about it. You're just hoping for the best. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, really, we got to check ourselves at the door. Thank you so much, Harold, for calling in. You're very welcome. Appreciate you. That was awesome. Uh, Harold Zeger, the book is Freedom's Nightmare. Uh, he's been a guest on the show, and now he listens to the show. And I always appreciate his take because he's been there. He's been in a system where we're actually headed. And it's quite frightening, actually, to realize what's in store for us if we keep going and just accepting what's happening to us um, and widening home plate, as John Scalinas would say, Coach Scalinas. Uh, there is no widening of the plate. We have got to make sure we have a set of standards and we adhere to them and in parenting and everything else. And I do... for listening to the kate daly show all opinions expressed by the program participants on the show the kate daly show starts now mr vice president mr speaker members of the senate and of the house of representatives yesterday december 7th 1941, a date which will live in infamy, the United States of America was suddenly and deliberately attacked by naval and air forces of the Empire of Japan. Hi there. Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. Wow, a day in infamy. Uh, so welcome, and uh, December 7th, yes, can you believe it? I welcome you to the show. I have Uncle Milty aboard, of course. Hello. How are you today? I'm terrific. Are <laughs> you feeling good? Uh, wow, we have just a incredible show ahead for you. I, I'm getting really excited about this, to tell you the truth. This is really uh, uh, going to be a fun one. So kick back, be late, sit in your car, and just pull over on the side of the road if you have to. You have got to listen to our next guest. Uh, in fact, uh, Jonathan Gray joins me. And I, there's so much that I could say about Jonathan Gray. And let me say, let me say this, too. Well, he's amazing. And also, uh, he's been on many, many radio shows. And what a background uh, this gentleman has, can I just say. He is, uh, uh, wow, I don't even know where to start. Jonathan Gray, welcome to the show. 
Thank you, Kate. Oh, it's my pleasure to be with you today. Absolutely. International explorer, archaeologist, author. You've traveled the world to gather data on ancient mysteries. And over the past 37 years, you've penetrated some of the largest unexplored areas, including parts of the Amazon headwaters. Man, what a life you have led. Uh, also, expeditions to the bottom of the sea and to remote mountain and, and desert re- regions of the world. And in all of your ex- explorations, I can't even imagine you would be the most interesting guest for dinner. Can I just <laughs> can I just tell you? Um, and I have so many questions for you. The website is before us beforeus.com and you must visit there because I'll tell you something you bring up some fabulous questions of things I hadn't even thought of until I visit your site and then I think my brain's going to explode Jonathan uh, you've just uh, you've just done expeditions uh, spent some time with expeditions over in the Middle East let's start there because I want to know what you uncovered and some of the adventures that you had during that expedition well, uh, one of the th- one of the most exciting expeditions over there it has been the discovery on the floor of the sea of a huge army uh, of the Egyptian uh, uh, force. Uh, we found the remains of chariot wheels and chariot cabs and skeletal parts of horses, skeletal parts of men, all all mixed together right across the seabed from the across the Gulf of Aqaba, arm of the Red Sea, uh, for about uh, 20 miles, or no, let me say, about 20 kilometres, uh, and. Uh, this extends from Egyptian territory right across to Saudi Arabian territory. And we believe that this is the remains of that Pharaoh's lost army that uh, disappeared as they chased the fleeing Hebrew slaves. And the sea opened and the slaves escaped across to the other side. The army went down after them and the, and the sea came back on top of the army. It's all there and it's coated in coral which has preserved it. Oh, my. Wow. How do you come across something like this? I'm sure people have tried and failed uh, to find this evidence, but how do you, how do you, know, how do, you do this? <laughs> how do you construct a team that goes after this and finds these things? It's amazing. Well, I must say that I was not the first person to discover this. Mm-hmm. However, um, I went out to, to prove the, the claiming claimant discoverer uh, to be a fraud. And we, we checked out everything and found that he was telling the truth because uh, everything that he claimed to have found and the people that he'd claimed to have compared this with in the Antiquities Department in Cairo, it all, mm-hmm. it all ended up perfectly. As a matter of fact, uh, my wife uh, had never been diving over there before, but she grew up in the South Pacific with lots of coral, and she went down into only 10 feet of water from the shore on the Egyptian side, and she looked down, she said, hey, that's coral, but it's not coral. It was the wrong shape to be natural coral. Hmm. So she went down, she saw this thing that looked like, shaped like a spoke of a wheel, but it was coated in coral. So she tried to pull it up, but because it was cemented to a rock, part of it broke off. Hmm. Now, if that had not broken off, we would not have made a very interesting discovery. The very breaking of it was, was historically important, as I'll explain. As she brought up this half, we, we saw that inside that coral was iron, I-R-O-N. Okay. Iron inside coral. 
Hmm. Now, so she she dived down and got the rest of it, including the rock, brought it all up to the surface. We eventually broke off the remainder from the rock. We put the two pieces together. We measured them. We compared them with the wheels that we were finding. And this was no uh, just a spoke from one of the chariot wheels. And we'd broken off the spoke in half because it had deteriorated. The iron had rusted inside the coral, but the coral had preserved it intact in shape. And I just have that only about five feet from where I'm sitting right now telling you the story. I've got that spoke right here beside me. Oh, my gosh. I, I can't, I just, what an exciting, and exciting, of course, is an understatement. I mean, obviously, Jonathan, uh, I just can't even imagine coming across and holding in your hands these pieces uh, that, 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 that give evidence to the very scriptures that we all believe in. I, I just, it's so amazing to me. I, I love that you are part of this, that this is your life's work. I can't even, what got you started in the very, very beginning? What led you down these paths? Well, what happened it was, was very unusual. Uh, I had been reading about the British explorer Fawcett's expeditions into the Amazon of South America. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was only about 10 years old, and, and I read in a magazine about his exploits, and I thought, my, I'd love to do something like that. He, he declared that he had seen the remains of a huge stone work of a city now covered in jungle, choked by all the jungle vines and trees. Hmm. It, no one was living there. And uh, so he went back to Britain and he spoke to the British Geographical Society and tried to interest them in, in financing an expedition for him to go back again. But he just met with a cold shoulder. They weren't interested. Mm-hmm. Perhaps they didn't believe him because South America is not supposed to have the remains of of big cities that were so civilised as the Middle East. Right. So anyway, he went back with his son, and then he vanished. Both he and his son were never heard of again. Well, I thought I would love to go in. First of all, I'd love to know what happened to those men, and also I'd like to go in and see things like this for myself. So my very first expedition was into the Amazon. And I went, first of all, from Quito in Ecuador. I caught a bus for two days. The bus went, wound its way over the Andes Mountains and down the other side Mm -hmm. to a little, very little town. Well, not even a town. Uh, It's like a wild western uh, movie setup, Mm. exactly in appearance. The old style buildings and um, and, and the way of life of the people. Uh, and I thought, this is going to be where I start out. So uh, then I, I realised, of course, that there was a, a man who was flying supplies into the army clearings mm-hmm. into a certain distance into the jungle, and he was the he used to be the ambassador to Great Britain for Ecuador, but now he was uh, in charge of the army. Right. And once a week he had a little DC-3 plane and he flew supplies. Now, the, the fact was that the Ecuadorian government and the Peruvian government were disputing a lot of this unmapped jungle. And so the Ecuadorians cleared, uh, went in by little planes and cleared little uh, clearings and put their army... Uh, bases in these clearings uh, so that possession is nine-tenths of the law. That hmm. was the idea. <laughs> wow. And, and, and once, once a week, uh, General Pico would fly in his little uh, DC-3 mm-hmm. and give supplies to these people. 
So I had a contact who was willing to write him a letter in Spanish because I have no knowledge of Spanish language at the time. And he wrote to General Pico and says, would you take Jonathan Gray in as far as you can go? Uh, because they, they, he was a friend of General Pico's. He was an American medical doctor mm -hmm. living in, in Ecuador, in, here in Quito. So uh, when I had to wait a couple of days in Shelmira, and it's, it's interesting, uh, the way of life of those people, oh boy, I, I found myself a hammock to sleep in, uh, in an upstairs room behind a, a, a billiard saloon mm -hmm. uh, above an old style shop, and uh, as I slept at night, suddenly, bang, the door fell on top of me. Two men had been fighting and one pushed the other against the door and the whole door collapsed and we all <laughs> collapsed together on the floor. Wow. Oh, my God. That, that happened not once but three or four times during oh the night. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't even imagine. What a life you've led. I, it's, it's amazing. You know, I was looking at uh, – I appreciate your story. Thank you for that. I, I was looking at your website and I, you bring up so many fantastic questions and so many discoveries, tens of thousands of artifacts uh, in the sea that, that do not agree with the mainstream view of history. We're, we're going to get into this more uh, coming up in the next break. But let, let's just say that you even found uh, – there was a harder than high high-grade steel uh, form of bronze uh, forged in ancient China and Israel. I mean, these are amazing because we have to figure out how this technology took place. How were they? How, how did they do these types of things? Oh yes, yes. <clears throat> well, I, I have since produced a little book which is called "64 Secrets Ahead of Us," and I have found among those thousands of discoveries at least 64 where we have not yet got back to that same level. Oh my gosh! You know, and and how does that happen? How do we not just keep advancing? Uh, and sometimes we think we're so ahead of the game in technology. Yet look what they were able to do. Look what the Egyptians were able to do. Um, and that's always, I think, what amazes me is we don't give this enough thought. We don't think about how they were able to construct the pyramids, how they were able to construct with such precision back in the time. If this was, you know, if this was a time when they didn't have the technology we have now, how in the world did they do it? These are the types of things you love to get a hold of and, and go back and, and answer some of these questions, correct? Oh, yes, absolutely. Uh, and, of course, there are two ways in which this was lost. One was natural disasters and one was man-made disasters. Ah, well, yes, of course. I, 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 in fact, there's so many uh, things I want to talk about coming up, but I, I, there, there's a lot of questions you pose, and I'm sure the audience would have the same questions, like, did you know that Egyptians bore into granite rock with drills that turned 500 times faster than modern power drills? I can't even imagine them. the night before Christmas and all through my house. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. That's because everyone was having a long winter's nap on their new name brand mattresses from Discount Mattress. Give the gift of sleep this holiday season. Come see my dad at Discount Mattress. Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Just behind Albertsons on the way to Costco. Discount Mattress. Sleep cheap. A lot of people don't realize that you can have a beautiful funeral and still choose cremation. Heartlight Affordable Funeral Services right here in Southern Utah can help you with both. By pre-planning your services, you can make your wishes known and give your family the opportunity for closure. 
Hi, this is Brian at Heartlight Affordable Funeral Services in Cedar City. Call me today and see that there is a difference. 435-586-3456 or find us online at affordablefuneralservices.com and look for the candle. So you're finally thinking of selling the place. Ugh, we know it's time, but this whole process makes me tired already. All right, listen, get the local real estate source to make it easier. LivingStGeorge.com. I did, and it made this whole process smooth, but still got me a fair price that I felt pretty great about. LivingStGeorge.com found me this local pro who knew the market managed the whole thing. LivingStGeorge.com found you someone who got you your price without extra hassle. What's not to love? Time to have LivingStGeorge.com find me a great local agent. Chances are you're already trying to find the perfect gift for Christmas. Scouring the internet, prepping your list, going to stores, stop. Give them something they will use long after Christmas. How about access to 100 golf courses, perfect weather. Sound too good to be true, huh? What's the catch, you ask? None. It's called the Back Nine, an indoor golf simulator next to you in a golf with limited memberships and easy access 24-7. Give your golfer a three-month membership for the price of two or get a 20-visit punch pass for the price of just 15. Grab these Black Friday deals for a limited time at theback9golf.com. Do you have parents that want to be independent and live in their own home, but are not the best at remembering to take their phones when they leave the house or even where they left it last? Everyone wants their independence, but are you worried all the time? Here's a solution. Call Rescue Alert of Dixie today. With a single push of a button, your loved one can get the help they need anywhere, anytime. Plus, if they fall outside or in a different room and can't get to the phone. Rescue Alert of Dixie can be worn around their neck and it still works. They can go out walking the dog shopping, or visiting friends and get help anytime. That's peace of mind for you and for them. The Response Center at Rescue Alert of Dixie will call you first if there is a problem and send emergency medical help if needed. The idea of having someone there 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, gives peace of mind for any family, and it costs less than a dollar a day. Give Rescue Alert of Dixie a call today at 435-986-1735 or go online at rescuealertdixie.com. We thought about hiring one of those company spokesmen to get on the radio and tell you about how this will change your life and call today for a once in a lifetime opportunity. But is that really what you want? Don't you just want answers to the things that are troubling you and for those answers to actually be true? People laughed when we told them 53 seconds could change your life. Let me be more clear. The change in your life, it's going to take some time. If someone tells you they can do it in a day, I would be very suspicious. However, Calling us is the first step to dealing with stress, depression, unsatisfied relationships, confidence issues, and many of the other effects of ED. And it actually does take less than 53 seconds to get an appointment. So stop waiting. Stop beating yourself up. Stop worrying about it being too good to be true. Is there a chance it might not work? Yes, but only 15%, which means there's an 85% chance your life will really change. 85%. Think about that. Call Prolong Medical Center in St. George at 375 375- 5,000. 375 5,000. My wife is always on me about making sure I tell you folks about the other inventory besides silver and gold at the world-renowned and award-winning Gold Ore Store, especially right now at this special time of year. Yes, it's me again, Greg, the co-owner with Mel 
That's a pronoun, she, short for melody, for anyone who wants to know. Anyway, we just want you to know that besides being the best precious metals gold and silver store, we have the best rock and crystal shop and the best place to buy a unique gift in all of southern Utah. As voted by you, the incredible residents of this amazing location called St. George, a.k.a. Dixie, P.S., Merry Christmas on 7 North Main Street in historic downtown St. George, Utah. We can guarantee you have never seen or experienced anything like the wonderful Gold Ore Store. 435-703-9119. That's 435-703-9119. Today's show recorded from 2016. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. So glad that you're tuning in today because we have amazing guests in this hour. I also have Uncle Milty with me. That is Shaken Stevens uh, with Snow is Falling. Great song, by the way. Uh, look at you dancing. I like that. And uh, welcome to the show. William Blum joins us in the second hour. And, uh, of course, uh, just great guests all week. I'm really blessed to be able to have just spectacular people join the show and tell us what they've discovered and, and some of the things that, that they've been involved in. Jonathan Gray has got to be one of the most interesting guests we'll ever have on the show because of all of the work he has been able to do and the things he's been able to find. Welcome back to the show, Jonathan, calling in from New Zealand. Thank you very much, Kate. You betcha. The uh, line is a little grovelly. Um, hold on just a moment. Let me see if I can I can help is that, that along. Yes, thank you. All right, perfect. Uh, calling in from New Zealand. I, I just love technology that we can do this, you know, um, and, and, and you can be part of this uh, nationally syndicated show today. But let me just say, there are some amazing things that we that we don't really think about that took place. Uh, even you know, 2,500 years ago, mirrors were invented, which set up in pairs could transmit messages like television. Um, X-rays were used in ancient China. Heart transplant operations were carried out. What were some of the most fascinating things that you found that people, I think, just don't even give thought to that they that the kind of technology that we used to have uh, centuries ago. What fascinates well, you? Uh, yes, for, for example, Kate, uh, flight, and not just flight, but flight that was much easier than the way we do it today. Today we have have loads of, of uh, gas, uh, loads of fuel uh, to keep a, uh, a not only to uh, keep a uh, plane flying across the world, but mm-hmm. to get it off the ground. Right. We use the sledgehammer approach to fight gravity. However, back there, they they had just a single drop of mercury could lift a huge aircraft off the air, off the ground, and and keep it flying. What? Flight powered <laughs> by mercury. You're kidding me! I didn't I didn't know you could do that. Oh my gosh. Yes. Wow. Uh, Why aren't we using any of this technology today? Yeah. 
Well, I, I think we have we've developed a different way of, of doing similar things, but mm-hmm. we've done it the hard way. And uh, the industry that has been supplying us with fuel, of course, is now well entrenched in our in our civilization, ah. and anyone who tries something different often is in danger. That's well, a thing. Yeah. absolutely. I, I agree with you on that one. <laughs> what else fascinated you? Because I'm sure there were so many things along the way and all the discoveries, but uh, 1000 BC nerve gas or, or the x-rays that were used in China or heart transplants. I mean, how, how in the world? I, I can't even imagine that. Yes, all these things were being done, and... Uh, uh, even atomic energy, nuclear energy was understood, and, and they had special terms for that. In fact, they actually put it into action. Uh, when we invent something, usually it's because we want to use it. And uh, unfortunately, uh, nuclear energy was used to devastate other people who didn't have it. And, and we wow. have records of that in writing, and we also have remains that have been discovered in different parts of the world that confirm it. Wow. I know that uh, one of the discoveries was the Mayan surgical instruments that were about a thousand times say, sharper than modern platinum blades. I can't even imagine how sharp that would be. And, and dental crowns and fillings that would still hold even after 1,500 years, this kind of stuff that they used to make. Yes, yes, wow. absolutely. Um, another thing that interested me it mm-hmm. was a, uh, a non-circular five-point star-shaped holes that were drilled through through, bitumen, uh, through solid rock and through uh, uh, the hardest rocks of all. Now, uh, let me give an example. Okay. Uh, from the seabed at Bimini, which is just off the, the coast of America, not too far away, mm-hmm. ancient stone building blocks have been salvaged and brought to Fort Lauderdale in Florida to be used in the construction of a jetty there. Hmm. Now, one intriguing feature of these blocks is that some of them had been already drilled through but the get this this is the interesting part the drill holes show a feature that is most unusual here we see perfectly drilled holes with sharply defined tips cut right through 12 foot long blocks of granite while the hole right through the rock is not round as would result from a modern drill But shaped like a five-pointed star all the way through the whole length of the drill hole. Oh, my gosh. What? Oh, my gosh. Wow. How on earth did they do that? Yeah, how on earth did they do that? Oh, my gosh. Not with a drill of any kind, that's for sure. Yeah, I I mean, I can't even imagine what what they had technology-wise. It's just amazing. Well, we we see something like that with the way they use lasers today, though. Possibly, but it, this is a totally different, maybe, technology? It's a technology we don't know. And, and, and you mentioned, uh, you made a good point there, uh, uh, Uncle Milty, uh, the uh, laser technology. Um, I, I can't think of anything that we, that we would try to get such a hole except laser technology, but maybe they had something else. We don't know what it yeah. was. Wow. Hmm. Wow. When you were when you're discovering these things and and you're you're going back and f- figuring all these things out, they've been figured out at some point, haven't they? Or is do people just not do enough investigation? Is there because I'm I'm certain there's got to be so much evidence to these things, correct? 
Yes, yes, there is. And uh, unfortunately, there is a huge vested interest uh, against such discovery. And uh, you wouldn't think that possible, but it's absolutely true. Sure. Now, let me, let me mention the Smithsonian Institute. Now, the Smithsonian is, is, is it the largest, uh, most respected a scientific uh, museum complex. Uh, there's a whole lot of them across the United States. Mm -hmm. uh, the Smithsonian actually was founded by a gentleman who was very interested in the truth getting out to people. He founded it, and the purpose of the Smithsonian was to disseminate knowledge to mankind that would other not, otherwise not reach them. Mm -hmm. But then the Smithsonian was taken over by a group of men later on, and uh, they had one interest only, and that was promoting the Darwinian theory of evolution. And they made a policy that nothing that would contradict that theory would ever be put on show. Wow. Uh, you know, that doesn't... <laughs> that doesn't, doesn't surprise doesn't, me. Well, no, it doesn't shock me at all, because that is the way... That, oh, I'm so sorry. That is the way that works, is... It's the suppression of our own history, even in this country, that just amazes me. So I can only, I can only imagine just how far they'll go to slant history in a, in a certain direction. Um, what were some of the things that have fascinated you the most over the years, Jonathan, in in your discoveries that you wish the world would know? And if you could only give the world maybe a few items, what would those things be? Oh, that's a hard question, Kate. You really caught me on that one. I'm so sorry. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's so much, I don't know where to start. To be I, honest with you. Well, I know. You know, it's it's. It, I think for me, I'm I'm a believer in scripture, and I think some of the um, evidence that would point to uh, the fact that those scriptures came from records rather than just somebody's imagination uh, is always a positive thing for me. And I'm sure, even for you, that it's got to be something that you just wish the world maybe would would kind of hearken to, you know? Yes, I do very much. And this is why over the years, although, uh, well, first of all, let me explain how I got to where I am now. Okay. Uh, I mentioned my first trip down the Amazon. Now, down there are primitive tribes, and would you believe that in the year 2017, there are still tribes that are using blowpipes and poison darts to kill one another? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I believe it. Really? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, and I visited these tribes. In fact, when I went into that area, I, I later on discovered that there had been 100 payback murders between 10 villages that I was in. Whoa. Wow. And, and, and in the last three months before I got in there. Wow. And, and should anyone have got sick while I was there, I would have been the point. My fingers would have pointed at me as the cause of it, that I brought some kind of curse and that would be the end of me. I'd end up as a shrunken head somewhere in somebody's uh, jungle uh, house. Oh, my wow. gosh. Well, I'll tell so, you. <laughs> Go ahead. Yet, yet, yet these people, believe me, these people had stories. His, his primitive people, yet they have stories that their ancestors lived in great shining cities. Now, they don't know what a city is, yet they describe what a city is, and they said that the lights never went out at night. Isn't that amazing? That is These amazing. are jungle people, savages, that the evolution theory says that they're just evolving from right brute yeah. animals or whatever right but th they say no our ancestors were more clever than we are they did things we can't do oh now this God. is jungle people talking 
Wow. I, I love that because, yes, uh, we make jokes sometimes about where's the guy in the middle of the chart, the middle monkey, that there's not too much evidence of him. Somewhere along the line, they, they sort <laughs> yeah. of just went through this evolution, and I don't know where they exist. You know, one of the questions, I think one of my biggest questions is, if they were so far advanced, then what else were they able to do as far as were they able to do anything of space travel? Were they able to, like, we, we have CERN. CERN scares me, to, to tell you the truth, of what it's capable of and what its real mission is. But we think that's cutting-edge technology. Were some of these things, is there any evidence that, that they delved into the same types of things we do now? Well, it's very interesting you mentioned space travel. Do you know that the Chinese, uh, uh, one Chinese emperor uh, way back in the early days made a law that if anyone should write fiction, he was to be killed? They would wow. only record truth in their books, facts that were happening. <laughs> wow. Now, after his time, uh, there were documents written which described space travel to the moon. And they, they said that on such and such a time, this man and his wife and t another team with them went to the moon. And do you know what? They actually describe the Earth as, as it gets further and further away, precisely as we would describe it today. Whoa. And they said, that, they said that there was no atmosphere virtually on the moon. It, the sky was dark. The sky was black. Now, it's, to have a blue sky, you've got to have, have atmosphere. Right. And they described how it was cold. And they, they built a, a structure, and they called it the Palace of Cold, C-O-L-D. And... Uh, this is, we know this to be a fact. And they described the earth turning on its axis, etc., etc. And they said they came back, but eventually, after several trips, uh, another emperor decreed that there was, they were not to spend money on such useless things. They were to focus it on the people and the good of the people in China. Wow. So oh they gosh. then passed a law forbidding any further space travel. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. I'm going to need to digest this. <laughs> Holy cow. Um, cities illuminated did, and, and cavemen, supposed cavemen, wore modern clothes just like ours? Oh, yes. 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 Wow. And uh, th th these so-called cavemen, I mean, there's a caveman living not too far from us, about an hour's drive from here. Now, he used to be a, a very Im important, well-known school teacher in New Zealand. But now he's wanted to escape the rat race and he's gone and lived in a cave. <laughs> now, uh, in ancient times, cavemen, and by their own memory, those that have kept records, uh -huh. were the survivors of civilizations that had been destroyed. And that's why they wanted to, they continued to wear clothes and, and women still had their handbags. They, they did these things that they used to do in the city. Now they were living a more primitive life because they were forced to and they had to revert back to a simple way of getting food, uh, of, of doing everything. And that's all cavemen were. They were not evolving savages. They right. were survivors from a high civilization. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. Whether it be love, hope, joy, or time, the holidays are about sharing. At Balance of Nature, we have so much to share. My name is Dr. Douglas Howard, and I'm the founder of Balance of Nature. The Orange Giveaway started over 30 years ago as a family tradition, and we want to share it with you. Stop by the Balance of Nature building at 1568 South River Road on December 3rd 
from 8 a.m. to noon and join in on a tradition of sharing. We have five tons of fresh, juicy oranges to give out freely, no strings attached. Bring your family, bring your friends, bring your neighbors. This is our way of saying thank you to everyone in Southern Utah. Thank you from our family to yours. Merry Christmas from Balance of Nature and the Howard family. Hey guys, Josh here at Red Rock Auto Sales. While everyone is out running around trying to find trucks to sell, Red Rock Auto Sales has the biggest selection of pre-inspected trucks ready to go for you. As a matter of fact, Red Rock Auto Sales just reduced pricing on most of our inventory. That's right, while most guys are raising their truck prices, we're lowering ours. Come down to Red Rock Auto Sales and check out the largest selection of used diesel trucks in St. George. We also have the largest selection of lifted trucks in St. George. Don't buy a truck until you stop by Red Rock Auto Sales and see what we have to offer. Hi, I'm Dave Mizrahi, owner of Vest Mattress. I've been kicking around the idea of changing our Black Friday sale to Purple Friday sale. Just seems happier somehow. Purple's grid technology is the first totally new construction design in more than 30 years. And it is amazing. And amazing sleep is happy sleep. And during our Black, I mean Purple Friday sale, save up to $800 on Purple adjustable sets and 25% on all Purple accessories. Well, whatever I wind up calling it, come in and save. Vest Mattress. Sleep easy, friend. She's Volatility is just a word, until it isn't. It becomes all too real when market volatility hits your life savings, your retirement nest egg, and all of your future plans. But now isn't the time to panic or make decisions on emotion. It's the time for strategy, vigilance, and leadership. At New Millennium Group, we expect volatility and have strategies built into our plans to help address unexpected events and market downturns. If you are experiencing doubt and are concerned about market volatility, maybe it's time for a second opinion review. When was the last time your portfolio was rebalanced? Are you exposed to market volatility by taking on too much risk? Is your principal protected? Can you afford to suffer large losses? If you're unsure about any of these questions or what to do right now, don't wait. Schedule your complimentary second opinion review today. At New Millennium Group, we believe feeling confident starts with believing in your plan. Call New Millennium Group at 888-999-6370 or online at yournewmillenniumgroup.com. That's yournewmillenniumgroup.com. Investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. 57634. 36-5-4. That's 36 hours, 5 days, and 4 months. 36-5-4 means if you call us and say, I have thought about building a pool, you'll hear back from us within 36 hours. 36-5-4 means if you call us and say, you give me a bid for a swimming pool, we give you a bid in 5 days. It also means if you call us about a pool, ask us about a bid and say, I want you to build our swimming pool. We finish your swimming pool in four months. Yes, four months. We hope at this point you're just wondering who we are and how to call us to see if we can really get you a bid in five days and finish your pool in four months. The who is New Wave Pools. The how, call us at 435-200-5363 or just go to newwaveconstruction.com and click on pools. That's newwaveconstruction.com. New Wave Pools. We make pools easy, you make pools fun. We thought about hiring one of those company spokesmen to get on the radio and tell you about how this will change your life and call today for a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. But is that really what you want? Don't you just want answers to the things that are troubling you and for those answers to actually be true? People laughed when we told them 53 seconds could change your life. Let me be more clear. The change in your life is going to take some time. If someone tells you they can do it in a day, I would be very suspicious. However, 
Calling us is the first step to dealing with stress, depression, unsatisfied relationships, confidence issues, and many of the other effects of ED. And it actually does take less than 53 seconds to get an appointment. So stop waiting. Stop beating yourself up. Stop worrying about it being too good to be true. Is there a chance it might not work? Yes, but only 15%, which means there's an 85% chance your life will really change. 85%. Think about that. Call Prolong Medical Center in St. George at 5000 <laughs> I, you guys, uh, that is the one thing that we have power over, and that is making better choices. And balance of nature is that choice. Please put it into your food budget. Because, honestly, it's so much cheaper, really. I mean, you're going to eat fruits and vegetables, but it's so much cheaper to do it this way, to get that boost of 31 uh, fruits and vegetables a day without having to buy 31 fruits and vegetables a day. I don't know of anything that can impact your immune system like balance of nature. I don't know of another product that has what it has and it has everything. That's what it was everything on my list when I was doing my research. Please try it. Just try it for two weeks and see how you feel. And then let me know. Okay. Go to balanceofnature.com, put in the code Kate, get 35% off. That's a lot. Get 35% off free shipping. You're going to try it on such a deal. And I actually think you're going to feel so much better, look so much better, and be able to deal with stress so much better when your immune system's in order. It's amazing what it can do for stress, too. Please go do this. This is a lot better way to go than going and paying huge medical bills, okay, for what comes later. Please go and get balance of nature today. Do yourself a favor. You have the ability to make this choice. Make this choice. Balanceofnature.com, code word Kate. When you do that, it helps the show, too. You don't like it, send it back. I think you're going to love it. Give it a chance. Just see what it can do. You're not going to lose anything. So just bet you can gain so much in good health. Balanceofnature.com. Please go there. Of this song for the Kate Daly Show. Glad you're listening in today because, man, you're getting a doozy today. I'll tell you yeah. what, this show is is amazing. And I we've got uh, guest Jonathan Gray, uh, who is uh, we're we're honored to have him. He's calling in from New Zealand, and what an archaeologist explorer, uh, just fascinating gentleman. Uh, Jonathan is. The website is called Before Us, Before Us. Dot com and very easy to get to two words before us and let me say uh, Uncle Milty has a great question for you uh, Jonathan go right ahead well after listening to all this it's it's so amazing but my question is have you come across any evidence that that the human race has advanced to these pinnacles of, of society and, and modernization and then been destroyed and started over again more than once. Ooh, because of where we were headed? R- uh, because of discoveries, uh, uh, misuse of technology, whatever ooh, the reason. Good question. 
Well, yes, a very, <clears throat> very interesting question. Well, we do know that there are 600 legends uh, around the world in, among all races of a global flood, a global disaster, which corresponds to the Noah's flood that's in the book of Genesis. Now, this is the most widespread uh, most widespread memory of mankind of any event of the past, and these, all, these 600 are all aspects of it. Now, so we know there was a worldwide wipeout, and not only is it in the Bible, but it's in the memory of the human race. That was a, a cl total global uh, destruction. The survivors landed up in the mountains of Ararat, Turkey, eastern Turkey, mm -hmm. overlooking uh, the, the border with uh, Iran. And uh, from them, there was a dispersion once again. And as, as enough people were born after the Great Flood, uh, three civilizations rose up, Egypt, Sumeria, and the Indus Valley. They are the three key civilizations which arose suddenly without any ev evolution from, from any primitive beginning. And they, in, they actually incorporated aspects that had been preserved through the survival vessel from the world before the flood. Now, as these civilizations grew and people dispersed out from them as well, uh, there were jealousies and, 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 uh, and envy, en envious uh, eyes uh, looking at everybody else and what they had and how I'd like to take it. And so wars began between the survivors again. And there, there were periodic wipeouts, not total wipeouts, but uh, regional wipeouts. For example, we have, the, we have legends and, and books from India, and we have remains in India which show that there was nuclear war waged in parts of India and wow. Pakistan. Wow. We, we have um, uh, the, the same in uh, a little section of South America and also in North America, and that's a very interesting one because we not, on, not only have remains but we have actually memories from the north and the south of the location where it took place among the native people. Amazing. Maybe, yeah. maybe I could get into that one. Yeah. Um, because that, that will interest people in, yes. in, the, in the United States, yes. for sure. Um, well, we'll get into that in a moment. So, but I'll, first of all, I'll make a summary. Uh, uh, Uncle Milty, I have found the remains of regional wars and, and regional destructions, but not total wipeouts. There's only been one total wipeout, and that's in the human race of memory, and it's also in the scripture. Mm. So, but so, there have been regional wipeouts which right. have wiped out the new civilizations which continued and, and redeveloped the, uh, the technology of the past. That's they were wiped point. out periodically. Makes perfect sense. Yeah, it does make perfect sense, actually. It, it very much does. Wow, what a great question. There was a, a discovery in New Mexico. Did you want to talk about that? Oh, yes. Yes, for sure. Okay, go ahead. A friend of mine in recent years had a long talk with a New Zealand girl called Lisa Kerr. Now, she had done extensive travelling, and like many uh, young New Zealanders in many of all countries, they, she headed out on her traditional overseas excursion. And Lisa had several jobs as she got around the world, and for a while she worked with the New Mexico Parks Department. And uh, during her term of employment, there was a big washout in one of the park regions, uh, I'm assuming it was up in the, the Pueblo country around Taos. Mm -hmm. uh, the flash flood scoured out embankments, and as it did so, a large number of 
skeletons were exposed, and these were giant skeletons. Interesting. And, and Lisa and her colleagues were assigned the task of gathering up the remains and placing them into crates. Now, also in attendance at the site were Smithsonian Institute officials, and also, I don't know why, but there were FBI agents there. <laughs> I know why. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And e- each day as Lisa and the other Parks Department employees went onto the site, they were searched for cameras. Mm-hmm. And also when they, they were searched as they left the site each day to make sure they weren't removing anything that they shouldn't have. Oh, my gosh, they're treating this like a Roswell, New Mexico sighting. Holy cow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and they were also obliged to sign secrecy documents ensuring that they would never divulge details of their participation in this uh, undertaking. That is astounding. It's amazing. Yeah. Now, the reason for this degree of secrecy, I believe, stems from the fact that the skeletons were of people who were about eight feet tall, Mm -hmm. and they had six fingers on each hand and six toes per foot. And they had double teeth arrangement as well. So here here was, you might say, uh, what do you call it, uh, a, a, a natural thing, but it uh, we we have variations which uh, right. become mm-hmm. embedded in the human race, and and this was a this a particular curi- a curiosity that uh, affected these people. What's now the crates containing the recovered remains, when the work was all finished, these crates were taken away by the Smithsonian officials, and I, I'm sure we'll never see them again. Oh, I'm sure. But strangely enough, uh, similar things have been found all over the world. Oh, so, so it's not it's not just something that was uh, not natural. But uh, the Bible does talk about people being bigger in the ancient times, yes. and, and mm-hmm. there were giants in the earth. And, well, Goliath uh, we came from somewhere, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, he had to come from somewhere. I mean, he didn't just. All, all of a sudden, if if the story of Goliath is true, he had to come from somewhere. Go ahead, Uncle Milty. Well, I was just going to say that it, apparently uh, the Bible plays a very important part in all of this research. Yes, it does. And this increasingly drew me to the Middle East. Um, I, I, I saw patterns and I, I started going worldwide that what I saw in the, in the in the South America, I found it was so in North America, Asia, Europe, Africa, Australia, and so on. And there was worldwide knowledge of all these things. But the biblical uh, platform that they all st- start resting upon became of more interest to me. So I eventually decided I would check out claimed discoveries in Turkey, Israel, and Egypt. Mm-hmm. And that's where my focus gravitated to. And uh, Uh, As I said, 25 expeditions in that area uh, I either led or accompanied up to this time. Is there a group that tries to kind of universally suppress information, or do different countries suppress it from different angles or different reasons um, when they when they just don't want some of this stuff to surface? I mean, is it kind of a, a where, where they're all on the same board kind of thing, same understanding and, and want to suppress, or do you think it just comes from different countries having their own reasons? Well, I, I do believe it comes from different countries, but each of these countries has been infiltrated, you might say, by mm-hmm. uh, by a, a mindset right. that <clears throat> is typical of the mindset, we don't want God in this knowledge. 
Yeah, I absolutely think so. You know, yeah. you've been at, you've been at this for quite a long time, and of course, there's evidence on your side. What do those that seek to suppress this information do with somebody like you, Jonathan Gray? <laughs> How do they go after you? <laughs> Well, I have been threatened with death. In fact, I was ambushed in Papua New Guinea. An attempt was made on my life. Uh, And I I understood that the instructions came from Australia to get rid of me. Wow. Wow. Um, Uh, My life has been threatened other times as well, though uh, I've miraculously survived, and I thank God for that. Well, I'm curious, had you been doing a lot of research in Australia? Oh, yes, uh-huh. yes, mm-hmm. I had okay. been. Wow. I, I had been uh, t- lecturing at the invitation of various groups mm-hmm. on the on the discovery of the Red Sea, crossing mm-hmm. remains, mm-hmm. on the claims of the Noah's Ark being found in Turkey, on the claims of one gentleman who said he had found the Ark of the Covenant in Jerusalem. Now, I spent all my money... In fact, I think it cost me about $30,000 to check out all these claims. And uh, I, I, everything that I got, I put into it. And I began to realise that coming out of the woodwork was enemy after enemy after mm-hmm. enemy that I wouldn't have ever considered to be my enemies if I'd met them in ordinary day life. But wow. because of what I was speaking of, uh, the threat was so great that they wanted to get rid of me, and I've had this happen several times. Wow. What can we, uh, what can we learn? You know, one of the biggest pyramids, of course, uh, had been discovered in, in China, right? The largest, the largest one, according to 1,200 feet high, two and a half times the height of Egypt's Great Pyramid, swallows 26 Empire State Buildings. I mean, there's some incredible things that we have come to learn, knowledge that we have now. And I guess one of my biggest questions is, is, is what can we learn from this history and also the, the civilizations a sort of, uh, you know, being demolished? What can we learn so that history does not repeat itself? What do you take from that? What can we learn? All right. Uh, there is a promise in the scripture which says, believe your God, so shall you prosper. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the, when I look at the South American civilizations, for example, you have the world's m- most trodden down savages there, yet they all have have knowledge of the past. And the interesting thing was that a knowledge, the knowledge of our Creator was what started everything off. And as they went further and further away from Him, their civilization began to collapse and men began to treat each other like savages. And that's the lesson that comes to me. The fact is we have, we have principles given to us. We have laws which are for our good and for our safety. Mm-hmm. We, we follow those laws. It's like, like the laws of nature. Uh, you jump off a roof, what's going to happen? Right, right. You put, you put your hand on a hot stove, what's going to happen? Yeah. These are natural laws. Right. Okay, now our Creator's given us spiritual laws. You follow those laws, you fine. You, 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 you start to break those laws, you suffer, and you bring suffering upon yourself. And I do believe that this is what happened, has happened to these civilizations, whether they be individual people mm-hmm. or whether they be 
cultures, right. once they, they start breaking those laws, the civilization goes down. This is a great lesson in humility, isn't it? Maybe that's one of the biggest lessons of all is, uh, is, is the more we turn from that in this nation and in other nations around the, the, the more, um, the, the, the less humility we have. I mean, all of these civilizations, they had books with gold leaves. They had diving suits back in the Mayan times. They had all of these, these things that we think that we invent that, that, we have no use for, I mean, God, we, we, we're fantastic. Yeah. We're, we're having all of these inventions. And maybe there's a, 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 an element of humility here that needs to really be discovered by us. <laughs> I believe you've hit the nail on the head. It was ahead of us, I did mention earlier. Okay. Uh, but more recently, uh, an e-book which uh, is Dead Men's Secrets Update. And okay. that is not yet available in physical form, but it is available as a downloadable ebook. So basically, go to beforeus.com. All of the information is there. Jonathan Gray, you just blew my mind awesome. this hour. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for doing all of this work. I really appreciate your life's work, and we'll definitely have you back. Thank you, Jonathan. Thanks for listening to The Kate Daly Show. All opinions expressed by the program participants on the... Or is it both, warming and cooling? <clears throat> Whatever the government says, I believe them. The Kate Daly Show starts now. I was recently asked, what is the mission statement for your show? How do you describe the Kate Daly Show? It honestly took me a minute before I could even come up with an answer. Because this show is not like any other conservative talk show out there. This show is so different, but it has to be. It's not about propping up one party and blaming the other on a daily basis. It's about getting to the truth, the uncomfortable truth. I'm on this journey to cut through the propaganda that we've been fed and to uncover the truth about our world and our government and what's been going on. Is this show controversial? Yes. <laughs> you will not leave this show every day without having learned something important or even valuable about how we view the world. We have to say what isn't being said out loud. And in order to do that, we have to check our fear and our political correctness at the door. We get to have over 400 guests a year that visit the show. I have nine incredible co-hosts that come and join me on a daily basis with a different point of view every single day. We have to get our country back. We have to. We are running out of time. Let's do this. There. Welcome to the Kate Daly Show. So glad that you're tuning in today and so happy that you're finding our new time slot, which is in drive time. And I, I'm super happy about that, by the way. I've got Dave, Investigator Dave. Hello. Joining me for this Friday show. And you know that's always a blast because we're always going to talk about something that uh, is just completely off the radar or not talked about usually on shows like this. And, and that's why I'm just open. I like to talk about it all. And... I applaud Dave uh, for getting our guest that's going to be coming on next because she's going to be talking about uh, Illinois. She's going to be talking about Ohio. And a lot of uh, the book is called The Mounds Anomaly. Pretty amazing. By the way, just to kind of let you know, next week we have Dr. Richard Haas, who is the president of the Council of Foreign Relations. Yes, I have a lot of questions for him. Uh, he wrote a book about our, our world being in chaos. And so uh, this will be a very intriguing interview. We also next week have a, 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 a Christian pastor from Syria who wants to talk about what actually is going down there and what he's witnessing. Uh, we have a lot of guests coming I'd like on to the talk show. to him too. Yep. We also have a show coming up about the a documentary uh, guy that uh, did the documentary, sorry, that about uh, the charter schools kind of being taken over by another uh, method of learning that is not uh, not great. <laughs> so we're going to be talking about that as well. Um, and uh, uh, 
anyway, we have so much to discuss. I want to invite back on the show Phyllis Gunderson. Uh, so happy to have you. You're an, a tremendous author. You've written many, many novels about, uh, gosh, everything from uh, gold mines uh, to... Um, that have sort of mysterious backgrounds to the mounds anomaly, which is a, and the Jaguar prophecies, which is about the Mayan calendar. And I, and so there's so much that you bring to the table. I really appreciate all the work that you do, Phyllis. Oh, thank you. It's, you it's fun work. You bet. Like Tell me about yeah. the mounds anomaly. All right. This has um, a lot to do with Illinois. And, and so this will be kind of intriguing for those listening live right now. Whole, the whole Eastern part of the United States, when, uh, when people first came to this country, there were about 100,000 mounds, um, and they were full of artifacts and burials and things like that. And, of course, the people didn't care. They, they tore the mounds down so that they could farm the land. And whatever they found uh, wasn't important to them. Mm-hmm. So uh, we, we lost a lot. Uh, America is a little strange because I think we're the only country in the world that where people, well, scientists, insist that nobody ever lived here of a civilization. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, come on, guys. Somebody's <laughs> lived everywhere. Exactly. And it turns out that uh, now the scientists are saying that there have been advanced civilizations. Uh, 2000 B.C., they've, got a name, they've named them. Uh, they call it, um, let me think. Mm-hmm. Huh. I had it written down, and now I've lost it. That's okay. Anyway, the uh, Hopewell mm-hmm. and the Adena. Mm-hmm. The Adena, about 2000 B.C. Mm-hmm. And uh, the things that are being found are really very impressive. They, they were not a primitive people. And the Hopewell, who uh, run about oh, 600 B.C. to until, until they disappear. Right. Um, and I don't know when that date was. Right. You talk about three anomalies, um, the ongoing controversy between archaeologists and geologists. And I want oh, to yeah. know I want to know why o- over the age of the Sphinx and its weathering oh, yeah. patterns. Right. Uh, yeah. So, and, and you also talk about human footprints found next to dinosaur tracks to several places oh, around yeah. the world. And then one yeah. site. And I, I know I'm going to get this wrong because I am the name murderer. Uh, could could Tang Tao? Could, uh, Say it again. Uh, Kuda Tank Tao. the name. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the worst. Um, and uh, in, in okay, and so that was reported in Moscow News in 1983. Also known uh, since the 1930s as is near Glen Rose, Texas, and two additional oh, yeah. sites in the vicinity of, of Tuba City, Arizona. And that the science. So, so man, we could go in a lot of directions here. But talk of first the ongoing controversy between archaeologists and geologists over the age of the Sphinx, too. Well, actually, that's uh, the guy's name was Shock, Doctor Shock, and and while while uh, archaeologists are saying that the Sphinx is you know, is old, mm-hmm. but this guy comes in and he says, no, 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 this is twelve thousand BC. This Sphinx has been weathered by water, not sand, and everybody yelled and screamed, and they're still yelling and screaming. Um, but that that's not that's just sort of the introduction to this book. Right. This book is about the. Um, the mounds that exist in America that were full of evidence, and the evidence has been not lost; it's been destroyed. Hmm. I, and, uh, the, there, there's a lot of books, come, recent books coming out right now, uh, that, and I'm looking at some of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, with all kind, the, if you analyze these artifacts, they're European, they're Middle Eastern, some are Hebrew. Yeah. Some have yeah. uh, alleged Ten Commandments, all kinds of different 
things that show the connectivity between Europe and America in antiquity. Yeah. Uh, people were not supposed to be smart enough in 2000, 3000 B.C. to build a boat and go across the ocean. And so it was simply um, decided that it couldn't be possible. Mm-hmm. But the evidence is there. And mm-hmm. all of the, they, they came. They were here and they did not cross the Bering Strait land bridge. They came across in boats. Hmm. Which is, yeah. Yeah, imagine that. You know, we've had Jonathan Gray on that talks about the civilizations that were so even farther advanced than us. And then we, we do tend to dumb everybody down before us. I don't know if it's an ego thing. I don't know, I don't know why, but we tend to Who dumb everyone talk? down. Jonathan Gray? Jonathan Gray. Mm-hmm. I and heard of him. Yeah. Oh, look like? him up. He sounds interesting. Yeah, he's very, very interesting. We, we had him on, and you'll have to catch that podcast. And, and uh, he talked about all the things they were able to do uh, back in, in other civilizations that we we can't do now um and things that we have invented that they invented too and so you know it gets into interesting territory with these mounds because if people were to walk by one what would i mean what what would you have seen what do they look like what are they what are they they just look like a hill okay just a a bump in the bump in the landscape Hmm. um and if if you start dismantling it Mm -hmm. Sometimes you find skeletons. Sometimes you find nothing. Sometimes, okay. And most of them are gone. They they were they were dismantled so that people could. What, what did they do with the remains that were found in them? And what kinds of remains were they? They threw them away. Mm-hmm. I can I can give you an example of one. Uh, one of the mounds has survived, mm-hmm. and it is in Ohio, and it's called the um, the Octagon, the Newark, Ohio mounds. It could hold four coliseums. The only reason it has survived is because somebody bought it and made a golf course out of it. Oh, interesting. <laughs> so they so they didn't dismantle it. But when it was first discovered, mm-hmm. um, uh, one of the excavators uh, found a skeleton that was very big, mm-hmm. eight feet tall, hmm. and very old. And his its head was on a what looked like a a, a pillow of some kind of small rock and the skeleton was so old it started to disintegrate immediately but the rock when he opened it up it had inside of it an interesting um carving and when he took it to someone to say what is it because it had Mm -hmm. all kinds of letters around it bottom line is it was the ten commandments oh wow had no business being there and when they when he took it to some scientists mm-hmm. they said that he was a he, he, he admitted himself mm. he had, and and that's the way it's been everything that's been found in the mounds has been declared a phony a fraud uh, Hmm. And, and, and the people have been um, treated very badly. I, I would imagine. Um, Got to discredit them somehow, right? I mean, that's... Uh-huh. But the findings yeah. are something that I think people probably would be pretty amazed at, at the size of the skeletons. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. the, yeah. And and the large giants that have, that were in this land... Um, there, there are eyewitness, with eyewitness reports again. There are eyewitnesses that saw the giants, but they were covered up. Mm-hmm. As soon as you call in the Smithsonian, uh, things disappear. It's over. Yeah. <laughs> Why it's does over. that not surprise me? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I don't know. <laughs> what about oh, what about uh, Illinois? What would we find there that's kind of intriguing? I got interested in this whole subject because of an article uh, in the paper saying that um, somebody had discovered that the very tip of Illinois from from uh, river to river, 
the Ohio River, and I can't remember, Mississippi, I can't remember, um, had a, a line of sight forts all along the top. That's along, along the bottom. And these forts were uh, built to protect whatever was inside. And it looks like there was a war. Interesting. Uh, and, and, and the enemies came from the south. Is that the old stone fort? Nope. No. Yes, yes. Yes. The old stone fort. That's the beginning of it. But there are, I can't remember now how like many. Like 100, 160 12, miles, right, at the yeah, tip of Illinois. Yeah. And yeah, so the and, Shawnee and, National Forest Service uh, gives, like, general locations for six of the ruins that can be accessed yeah. by trails? Yeah. Okay. Uh, because I was wondering about that, because those intrigued by that might want to take a little journey up there. <laughs> I would if I was there. I would like to do that. There's a Yeah, there's a whole trail, and, and it takes a couple of weeks to mm-hmm. to uh, do it, but you, but, and, you and the forts are not, are mm-hmm. not really available. Right. Um, they're, they're pretty old. Yes, and then you have the, the well, there's a lot of old world uh, artifacts, right? Yeah. Uh, so that could be found. Uh, within that territory as well, I would imagine. Yeah. So there's a lot there. And then there was a poor guy, this poor slob of a guy, mm-hmm. who came into, found a cave, um, and it had been filled with silt. The New Madrid Fault uh, had caused a flood, and everything that was in the cave ended up getting smashed at one end, and it was all from silt. So to, in order to get into the cave, you'd have to crawl on your stomach and hands and kind of, mm-hmm. uh, like a worm, crawl. Mm-hmm. But he brought out thousands of artifacts, and you will not believe this, they were carved with scenes from the Bible. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's intriguing. From the, yeah. So and and the poor guy, you know, he, he brought it out. He showed people, and they said to him, "That's not possible. Uh, therefore, you made it all up." And it really, it just destroyed his life. I'm sure. I'm sure. There's yeah. a lot of awful, lot of discrediting that goes on with individuals. She also has wrote this book, the uh, written this book. Sorry, the Mounds Anomaly: A Twenty Days to Treasure, um, and all, so many fantastic books. We'll be right back. Phyllis Gunderson is our guest. We'll be right back. Do not. Giving back is important to us here at Canyon Media. We believe in supporting great local causes, local events, and local fundraisers. The Canyon Media Gives Back program is one of the many ways we support Southern Utah. If you would like nine Canyon Media radio stations to bring more awareness to your event or cause, please contact us. The more notice you give us, the better we can promote your event. Just log on to canyonmedia.net. That's canyonmedia.net. Canyon Media. Here for you. Instead of being exposed to stock market losses, what if you could have the opportunity to get a substantial bonus on your retirement accounts and potential to participate in stock market gains without any participation in the stock market losses? I want you to talk to Lyle Boss for Safe Money Radio. It's heard right here every week. Lyle specializes in no market risk retirement strategies with a guarantee of principal, guaranteed growth, and income that you can never outlive. Let me ask you this. Is your retirement plan based on hypothetical growth on an arbitrary spend down rate on an assumption about how long you're going to live call lyle right now and you'll get your own complimentary customized safe money information kit and lyle's latest book the safe money miracle 
where you'll get critical tips for investing, learn annuity secrets, and also learn how to protect yourself from inflation. 855-355-SAFE. 855-355-7333. Wow. So this is the dream house you've been telling me about with the two master bathrooms. <laughs> Where'd you find out about it? LivingStGeorge.com, the one I've been telling you about all week. <laughs> they have every local house for sale, backed up by pros that live and work right here in our neighborhoods. Hmm. So I saw this home. I fell in love. Should I be jealous? LivingStGeorge.com referred me to an agent that made sure we paid a fair price and smoothed out the buying process so we get the home of our dreams. Aw, a home you want at the price we're willing to pay. (laughs) I guess it is time for me to check out LivingStGeorge.com. You were right. I'm sorry, what was that? You were right. Hey guys, Josh here at Red Rock Auto Sales. While everyone is out running around trying to find trucks to sell, Red Rock Auto Sales has the biggest selection of pre-inspected trucks ready to go for you. As a matter of fact, Red Rock Auto Sales just reduced pricing on most of our inventory. That's right, while most guys are raising their truck prices, we're lowering ours. Come down to Red Rock Auto Sales and check out the largest selection of used diesel trucks in St. George. We also have the largest selection of lifted trucks in St. George. Don't buy a truck until you stop by Red Rock Auto Sales and see what we have to offer. We thought about hiring one of those company spokesmen to get on the radio and tell you about how this will change your life and call today for a -a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. But is that really what you want? Don't you just want answers to the things that are troubling you and for those answers to actually be true? People laughed when we told them 53 seconds could change your life. Let me be more clear. The change in your life, it's going to take some time. If someone tells you they can do it in a day, I would be very suspicious. However... Calling us is the first step to dealing with stress, depression, unsatisfied relationships, confidence issues, and many of the other effects of ED. And it actually does take less than 53 seconds to get an appointment. So stop waiting. Stop beating yourself up. Stop worrying about it being too good to be true. Is there a chance it might not work? Yes, but only 15%, which means there's an 85% chance your life will really change. 85%. Think about that. Call Prolong Medical Center in St. George at 375 5,000. 375 5,000. When you struggle with low thyroid or autoimmune challenges, everyday activities can be hard to enjoy. Get more out of life with Red River Health and Wellness. Founded by Dr. Josh Red, chiropractic physician, Red River Health and Wellness is committed to your well being. With a focus on non pharmaceutical practices, they help patients manage autoimmune and thyroid conditions, including Hashimoto disease. Improve your quality of life. Call Red River Health and Wellness today, 855 55 River with offices in Logan, South Jordan, Springville, and St. George. Hi, friends and neighbors. It's Greg from Gold Ore Store, your best choice for silver and gold as a great alternative to a terribly disappointing government and its awful failing dollar. Every day, people come from all over the area with their stories of dismay and stress related to their bank accounts and how frustrated they are with the present economic conditions. The banks are a mess. The corporations are a mess. The government's a mess. People always fall back to the things they know to always be true. My message is one of hope and relief for us as a Americans. Buy physical silver as a hedge against uncontrolled government and their wasteful spending programs. In this season of giving, we are ready and able to assist you in your decision to let go of those discretionary funds and buy silver and gold. We are the world-famous, award-winning St. George's iconic hub downtown. Come experience the one-on-one privacy and security of the Gold Ore Store. 435-703-9119. Again, 435-703-9119. Six seven. 1450. This is the Kate Daly Show.
least the year of my birth. Was it? <laughs> it was. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was. Uh, welcome back to the Kate Daly Show. Hopefully, you're having a great day, a great Friday leading into this weekend. And uh, your son, I know you guys are figuring out that my pillow gifts are just extraordinary. Look, he's got the best quality. I never knew that. To be honest with you, I used to think the commercials were goofy. Didn't you? Mm-hmm. Okay. They were very goofy, right? He pops up through a mirror. and I mean, I thought they were goofy, like for late night television goofy. Turns out the guy know, the guy knows quality. Mike Lindell understands quality. Please go to mypillow.com. Best sheets, the best robes we've ever had, the best slippers by far, dog beds, uh, loungewear, and can I just tell you, I have the throws. They are awesome incredible throws what a great gift that is if you don't know what to give to somebody everybody likes a throw you've gotten over christmas and and now we can kind of just kick back and and listen to some kind of really cool information in this hour um welcome to the show you can go to katedallyradio.com for podcasts of the show and archive favorites and all kinds of things and find out where the show is being played we're in our new time slot i'm so glad you found it and appreciate it and appreciate you as a listenership i've got investigator dave in studio and i want to continue on with this conversation with author phyllis gunderson and she has actually written some really fabulous novels um in novel form about uh, the things that were we're talking about number one is mounds um these 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 interesting and intriguing and captivating mounds that are that are really everywhere all over the united states correct dave they're all over the place and uh yes, well, mostly in the ohio valley mostly in the ohio mm. valley which is intriguing uh in of itself and i also want to talk about this burroughs cave uh the silk and and uh the symbols and and just go from here because phyllis you've written these great books this book is called the mounds anomaly all right. Yeah, go right ahead. Okay, I, I, I'm interested in what Dave said during the break, that mm-hmm. there is a connection between the nations of the world that we tend to not accept. Yeah, you're right. Uh, I agree. That everybody was isolated, I and that I, I, isn't I think true. that uh, people were highly advanced back then. There was shipping. I think that yeah, all those was. copper mines, you know, in northern mm-hmm. Michigan up there, and uh, it led to considerable amount of uh, the copper was shipped around the world. Mm-hmm. I think they've even found Chinese artifacts. You know, I think yep. I think there was a, a lots of different things, but a lot of it's buried now. There are civilizations under the sea. Mm-hmm. The, who knows where Mu went? Right. If you ever go to Easter Island, you see roads taking off into the sea. Just oh, yeah. where, where do they go? Yeah. And what did <laughs> you, you find know? in your travels and in writing this book in regards um, to that? This book says the same thing. There is a connection between uh, between the nations of the ancient world, Phoenicians, Egyptians, Sumerians, Hebrew even. And when Burroughs found this cave and he brought up so many, thousands and thousands of artifacts, pictures, faces, mm-hmm. they are... Phoenicians, Egyptians, Sumerians, Hebrew, all these ancient civilizations, they were here in America. And it looks like, from what can be told from Burl's cave, um, they were buried in that cave. Ancient, old world people. Yeah. And then when the Smithsonian gets a hold of things, like you said, things tend to disappear. It's, it's as if they have a narrative <laughs> and, uh-huh. that they, and that they, they withhold or add to the story or whatever they're going to do. And I know people have this, we've been taught to have this tremendous respect for the Smithsonian, but I do think the Smithsonian kind of gets involved and then says what they want to say about certain things. What do you think? I, I, yeah, there are, yeah, the, the politics are very mm-hmm. thick. Yeah, but the but the real question is why? Why do they not want us to know that America has been um, full?
full of people anciently, just like the rest of the world. That this was this was not a land right. that was barren. And yeah. I, I, why do they not want us to know that? Exactly. Tell me about tell me about the Burroughs Cave. This is int- this is intriguing. Well, he found it by accident, and and when he started bringing stuff out, and it was gold too. So Where is this? Automatically, people got real greedy and followed him. His very life was in danger. But but when he he talked to the scholars, the archaeologists, they said that's not possible. You've made it up. You're a bad person. And he he gave up. He simply hmm. said, "I'm not telling you where the cave is." Where where was this? It, 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 the cave is in Illinois. Okay. Okay. Is it northern Illinois, southern Illinois? It's sort of in sort of in the center. Oh, okay. like a central. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's up in the New Madrid area. They call it Little Egypt. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, New Madrid is uh, is in and in that general area. Okay. And so he brought the information forward about this cave. He found it, and what did yep. he find? What was in it? Um. Some of it was gold, but a great deal of it was uh, faces and um, languages, Hmm. uh, talking about where people came from, and they came from the ancient world. Hmm. Um, There are also burials there. that's the book to get. Well, you can't get it. The Mystery Cave of Many Faces. It's out of print. I ended up spending a fortune on it and found it in a little bookstore in Canada. Right. But um, the uh, the one that you can get that tells the same thing is the mystic symbol, Mark okay. of the Michigan Mound Builders, and it's by a woman named Henrietta Mertz, who has since died. Mm-hmm. But she talks about the same thing, the same kinds of things that were being brought out of the mounds, archaeology things, well, that archaeologists should be interested in, but they were not. Right, right. And, and so she's got this great book, and it is available now. So Isn't that, that interesting? That will answer. Does it always intrigue you how many books are out of print and that they, they are yes. just absolutely no availability? Because I know many authors we've had on the show have had to scour people's basements, have had to go into archives of people's attics oh. to, to oh, find yeah. things because these libraries will not carry certain books, and it's kind of intriguing. Again, political correctness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, one of the books I wrote... Um, was called Politically Incorrect, uh, 20 Days to Treasure. Oh, tell us about that. Well, it was. Uh, I, I think the man didn't say. He, he wrote the... Um, I mean, the book. Uh, what is the book about? 20 Days uh, to Treasure. 20 Days to Treasure. It's, um, it's about the, the gold mines that are up in oh, the Uena okay. Mountains. Okay. And so that what happened to that? They just, they just wouldn't do anything yeah. with it? Yeah. Uh, he was a critic, mm-hmm. and he said it was politically incorrect. And I thought, okay, maybe because I said the word Indians, because <laughs> oh, I talked about the Indians instead of <laughs> right. saying they were Native Americans. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyway, I, I, I can't figure out what, uh, what the people in charge really want. But right. The bottom right. line is they were no more Native than the Kennewick man or anybody else mm-hmm. that, that was here at the time. They were the survivors. Yeah. But they yeah. were, you know, we're all native when it boils down to it. <laughs> yeah. So. Interesting. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, these, these mounds, um, do we have any that have, I mean, where do we stand right now with these mounds? And they're mostly in the Ohio Valley. Um, no, can... not mostly. They are around. Yeah. Illinois, Ohio, back east in the, for the main part. Um, yeah. Cahokia, you've heard of that. Mm-hmm. That is a that is a one mound. It's huge. It's as big as a pyramid. Only it's not as tall. 
Okay. And if it were found any place else in the world, um, scientists, archaeologists would just be really excited about finding more about it. But they just ignore. Things just get ignored. Hmm. But the Cahokia is huge, and it has lots and lots of smaller mounds all around it. Wow. Hmm. Intriguing. You know, the, the thing of it is, is this. Uh, and you ask why. And you, you, when we conquered the West, we killed Indians. We decimated oh, yeah. Indians. We pushed them out. Uh, General Sheridan said the only good Indians are dead Indian. They were yeah. considered less than uh, less than human. They were uh, untermenschen, right? And, and so what you've got is to be able to justify what you're doing, the seizure, the taking over, the pushing out, the killing of. You know, they've got to be... Of a, of a race uh, not noble, something less that's than uh, human. less less than human. And if any uh, evidence, really if any evidence comes out that wait a minute, these were these were great this people. Is an advanced civilization. Yes, yeah. advanced civilization, highly civilization. And the second yeah. thing is, is if you go to high school, you'll see in your history books and everything you'll, about caveman and the de- slow development of language and then oh, agriculture yeah. and everything else, that somehow way back then they were very, very primitive and we are the most advanced ever. And if ev- yeah. evidence comes out that no, they were highly advanced, they, they, they had aircraft, they could huge move 100,000 tons, stones, you know, on top of each other, they could oh, yeah. they could do all kinds of crazy things that we can't do today. That just doesn't jive with the the pattern of history that we've we're subscribed to, and, I, and it also thwarts evolution. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I really, really like that thought. I think you're absolutely right. I think scientists protect their religion, which is evolution. Oh, yeah. big time. They yeah. protect it at all costs. Well, they, they almost have to because if, if, they want, if government wants to be God, it can't have a competing <laughs> entity. So if, if, we can just, if we can just remove God from, from any sort of description of our being, our life, any, any has to do with anything, then who becomes the God? The government, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, it, it, it's, this, this to me is one of the main reasons they just attacked Emmanuel Velikovsky. I don't know if you read him. With such, yes. ve- with such vehemence. Because in the very first page of the very first book, he says, you know, he talks about catastrophism, how the cataclysms in the earth. Yes. And he says, yes. if, if, if evolution be sacrosanct, then this book is heresy. Boom, that was it. That was the, he's, the end of his career, mm-hmm. even though it's very scholarly. Very, very scholarly. And, and yet it, he is still read and discussed. Mm-hmm. And so it it, it, yes. it makes a, a mark on people's heads and hearts. Yes, yes. What he had to say. Case, case in point, mm-hmm. horses in ancient America. Mm-hmm. They, they, they say there's no horses in ancient America, mm-hmm. right? That the Indians were, got them from the conquistadors who brought them over. Yes. Yeah. Look at the look at the look at the bones in the La Brea tar pits. Yeah. Yep. Mammoths, mastodons, horses, saber-toothed tigers, and 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 very and like a, a lot of other discoveries in Florida and elsewhere, horse bones. But yep. the moment that one scientist or historian says there were none, it's accepted. And then the next yeah. next historian comes along and he quotes the first guy. And the third one comes along and quotes those two. And next thing you know, it's accepted fact. Mm-hmm. And it's and taught to the kids. And if somebody goes against them, they lose their jobs. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. And there's just no journalism. There's no historians, really good historians anymore. 
Yeah. V- very, very yeah, they, few. They, they have an agenda. Yeah. Very few. And if they are, they're attacked, you know, pretty badly. Are you surprised at the thought that, that a lot of people don't even know what a mound is? <laughs> I, I am. Because if we lived in any other country in the world, these mounds would be like Silbury Hill yeah. in England. They revere it. They love it. They, they protect it. They put a fence around it. And it's not nearly as big as mm. Cahokia. Mm. Only one-third the size. So, yeah, we... We should be aware of our of our history and have respect for it. Yeah, oh, I would hope. I mean, let's hope we can, in the future, and 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 maybe I don't know, seek to protect some of these things. Um, and uh, and it would be interesting to see the the remains and and to see what was what was found because to this day, forgive my ignorance, we only have the hearsay of what was found or the size of the skeletons or. Uh, which, Giants. Yeah, I know. That's what's so some, intriguing. Some, some with six yeah. fingers and double rows of teeth. Oh, you've been reading. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah. And this is another thing. There were giants. And there were different yeah. there were different models of human beings. We all tend to think that they you know they look just like us and everything mm-hmm. else. But there were DNA or how you say genes or some there were there were different for listening to the kate daly show all opinions expressed by the program participants on the kate daly show are solely their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of saint george news radio kznu canyon media or their respective parent companies or advertisers if you'd like to comment directly talk lines are open at 888-673-1450 that's 888-673-1450 or you may email directly at kate at canyonmedia.net Chances are you're already trying to find the perfect gift for Christmas. Scouring the internet, prepping your list, going to stores. Stop. Give them something they will use long after Christmas. How about access to 100 golf courses? Perfect weather. Sound too good to be true, huh? What's the catch, you ask? None. It's called the Back Nine, an indoor golf simulator next to you in a golf with limited memberships and easy access 24-7. Give your golfer a three-month membership for the price of two or get a 20-visit punch pass for the price of just 15. Grab these Black Friday deals for a limited time at thebackninegolf.com. Happy Holidays from Skinny Utah. At Skinny Utah, it's our holiday special now through the end of the year where two people can lose 20 pounds or more in 40 days for the price of one. When you sign up in December, you have until the end of January to start. We have four offices and we are now open in St. George. Our proven weight loss program is 100% natural and there are never any prepackaged meals or shakes to buy. We also never use drugs or hormones and best of all, at Skinny Utah, we don't just help you lose 20 pounds or more in 40 days. We teach you how to keep it off for good. During your consultation, you will receive a body composition analysis, a $200 value, free of charge, and learn everything you need to know to lose 20 pounds or more in the next 40 days. Skinny Utah uses technology to know why your body is holding on to weight, so each plan is customized for you. Take the first step to a more healthy you in 2023 by going to SkinnyUtah.com and schedule an appointment today. At SkinnyUtah.com, you have nothing to lose but the weight. We thought about hiring one of those company spokesmen to get on the radio and tell you about how this will change your life and call today for a once in a lifetime opportunity. But is that really what you want? Don't you just want answers to the things that are troubling you and for those answers to actually be true? People laughed when we told them 53 seconds could change your life. Let me be more clear. The change in your life is going to take some time. If someone tells you they can do it in a day, I would be very suspicious. However, 
Calling us is the first step to dealing with stress, depression, unsatisfied relationships, confidence issues, and many of the other effects of ED. And it actually does take less than 53 seconds to get an appointment. So stop waiting. Stop beating yourself up. Stop worrying about it being too good to be true. Is there a chance it might not work? Yes, but only 15%, which means there's an 85% chance your life will really change. 85%. Think about that. Call Prolong Medical Center in St. George at 375-5000. 375-5000. Suffering from chronic symptoms that affect your ability to live your life can be frustrating. At Red River Health and Wellness, we know that although lots of people visit doctors and specialists, many still can't find useful answers to symptoms like exhaustion, anxiety, weight gain, hair loss, and more. That's why at Red River we pay close attention to your autoimmune condition and focus on using non-pharmaceutical approaches to help you live your best life. Call Red River at 855-55-RIVER with offices in Logan, South Jordan, Springville, and St. George. No credit is no problem at the Mattress Store. Hi, it's Justin from the Mattress Store. And good credit, bad credit, and no credit, we have financing that will fit every budget. Plus, save up to $800 all month long on Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, and Sealy Posturepedic mattresses during the Black Friday savings event. The Mattress Store voted best of Southern Utah, Washington next to Best Buy, Bloomington by the Walmart, our clearance center on Bluff Street next to Ace Hardware, and downtown Cedar City next to Lynn's. Nobody beats the Mattress Store. No My wife is always on me about making sure I tell you folks about the other inventory besides silver and gold at the world-renowned and award-winning Gold Ore Store, especially right now at this special time of year. Yes, it's me again, Greg, the co-owner with Mel... That's a pronoun, she, short for melody, for anyone who wants to know. Anyway, we just want you to know that besides being the best precious metals gold and silver store, we have the best rock and crystal shop and the best place to buy a unique gift in all of southern Utah. As voted by you, the incredible residents of this amazing location called St. George, a.k.a. Dixie, P.S., Merry Christmas on 7 North Main Street in historic downtown St. George, Utah. We can guarantee you have never seen or experienced anything like the wonderful Gold Ore Store. 435-703-9119. That's 435-703-9119. The Kate Daly Show is brought to you by Aragosta Restaurant. You don't need to go to Vegas to experience five-star dining. Visit Aragosta Restaurant right here in St. George and see why they were voted best in Southern Utah. Now three years in a row, Chef Amy invites you to make your reservation today and treat yourself to fine dining at Aragosta Restaurant. <laughs> I, you guys, uh, that is the one thing that we have power over, and that is making better choices. And balance of nature is that choice. Please put it into your food budget because. Honestly, it's so much cheaper, really. I mean, you're going to eat fruits and vegetables, but it's so much cheaper to do it this way to get that boost of 31 uh, fruits and vegetables a day without having to buy 31 fruits and vegetables a day. I don't know of anything that can impact your immune system like balance of nature. I don't know of another product that has what it has, and it has everything. That's what it was everything on my list when I was doing my research. Please try it. Just try it for two weeks and see how you feel. And then let me know. Okay? Go to balanceofnature.com. Put in the code Kate. Get 35% off. That's a lot. Get 35% off. Free shipping. You're going to try it on such a deal. And I actually think you're going to feel so much better, look so much better, and be able to deal with stress so much better when your immune system's in order. It's amazing what it can do for stress, too. Please go do this. 
this is a lot better way to go than going and paying huge medical bills, okay, for what comes later. Please go and get Balance of Nature today. Do yourself a favor. You have the ability to make this choice. Make this choice. Balanceofnature.com, code word Kate. When you do that, it helps the show, too. You don't like it, send it back. I think you're going to love it. Give it a chance. Just see what it can do. You're not going to lose anything. So just bet you can gain so much in good health. Balanceofnature.com. Please go there. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Without the taste of water. have this song on the guitar do you believe it or not yeah, yeah i love it I love, i'm probably one of the only people you'll know that's 49 that knows this song <laughs> because it's so old it's, it's this is sons of pioneers but not a song you hear often but that's what's cool about this show is we can play whatever the heck we want and so uh, i always like some throwbacks like this welcome back to the kate daly show you can email me at kate at kate daly radio.com and uh, i'm always open to suggestions for guests and um, and yeah, I don't know. We just we always have such a wide repertoire on the show of of people coming on. It's really fun, actually. I like it. It's intriguing. Yes, and I'm, thank it you is. for getting Phyllis on. Yes, appreciate you. Yeah, she's an old friend. Got Investigator Dave with me, and uh, and you know everything she was talking about. It might just be such shocking news to some people listening. You know that that. Just you never hear about these things. They're never discussed. They're never talked about, really. You know, n- nobody Small is, group that knows about this. These. Is the thing that it, it, some historians, archaeologists, and and others are so convinced that if they discover some little skull fragment or a tooth or something somewhere, that they can put together the whole civilization. That they can tell you what they yeah. live like, what they look like, what they hunted, how they ate, what their social relationships were, and everything else. You can't do that. You can't even do it today, let alone back then. Yeah. And it's always what, changing, which is really funny to me because people will say with this kind of haughty kind of ego, um, well, scientists said so. Boom. <laughs> like, like that is just don't question it. Complete fact. Even though science changes all the time, it's as if people sort of get behind. Well, I believe in the scientists. Well, you know what? There are scientists that are bought and sold every day. And, all the time. And and I don't know why somebody would invest that much faith in, in, in the scientific world. I understand that there are some facts. There's things that you can't refute. But there's so much conjecture and theory in the science it's world the that they don't talk about drives me nuts yeah the interpretation of the facts yeah and and they usually interpret it according to their worldview mm-hmm. and the worldview is the progress of the human race yeah that somehow it's been progressing ever since adam and eve or mm-hmm. ever since the caveman or whatever else and have some millions and billions of years ago and it's gradually growing and progressing and people are becoming more intelligent right and sometimes I wonder if we're not evolving, we're devolving. <laughs> it feels like that, that sometimes. When you start looking at some of the advancements, mm-hmm. there's no way that you can lift a hundred, ten thousand ton block on another and make a building out of it today. We can't do that. And, and there's all kinds of evidence. It's happened. Mm-hmm. And, and the stone cuttings and some of the things, you know, it doesn't matter where it is. 
You can see how civilizations moved and ebbed and flowed, how they traded. It's all there. Mm-hmm. And, and, and to, to think that we know it all is just know it well. That was during the Sumpin Age. And during that age, we know that um, people were beginning to plant corn mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Uh-huh. Right. You know, you, nah. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Come on. They may be in packaging cupcakes for all we know. <laughs> it's, it's, right. and there's just no evidence of it. But there were, there were cataclysms on the earth. Now, I've, I've read all three. I've got all three volumes of Velikovsky. I've read them all twice. Incredible dis- evidence that he presents, discovery after discovery after discovery, to show that this world has been through tremendous cataclysms, let alone the Great Flood. Right. There were ones after that, and, and, and serious ones that where continents moved, and, and rocks were broken up, and rivers changed course, and tidal waves across continents. And there's just no way you can develop an ecological niche mm-hmm. that's necessary to, for evolution to progress. Right. If it, if it could progress even with an ecological niche, which I don't think it could. Right. And isn't you know, the proof but, there? I mean, mm. if we were looking at very rudimentary type of, of findings, um, that would then support what we've been told. But that isn't the case. And so how do people remedy that in their mind? I mean, how do you, if you're looking at these things that were built with such precision, precision at the time when we, when we say we had no, no technology whatsoever or no means or way to do that, how do people come to that conclusion with the proof that we have findings? They just ignore the, you ignore the proof, you hide the proof, you accuse those of coming up with the proof of frauds and hucksters, mm-hmm. charlatans, and uh, people with a motive, a profit motive in mind, let alone the fact that that's your own agenda yourself. Right. She mentioned Glen Rose, Texas. Mm-hmm. And there was a river, a kind of a flood that went through there in the river, and, and, and it exposed dinosaur tracks down at the bottom of the river. You mm-hmm. know, new ones that hadn't been there. You can see them going right in, into the, the layers along the bank okay. as they're flooded. These dinosaur tracks, right next to them are human footprints, tracks. Hmm. And they look at that and they go, oh, those were manufactured. That's a fraud. They must have come out here at night with chisel, chisels, right? Right. And chiseled into the rock. Yeah. Right. These footprints, just so they could prove that the Bible was true. It, it, their exaggerations are, are just beyond a pale and how they try to describe this. But they will not change their minds. They're just, un, it, you can't just happen. Just won't do it. <clears throat> can't happen. So if you go down to Glen Rose today, you know, the, the creation scientist people have put up a museum. Did they? Right there. And they've got, you know, you where can is this go, in you Texas? Can go down there, Glen Rose. Okay. You can see it. I mean, they'll show you. Mm-hmm. And it's the same age and same everything, same in prints. And so science uh, ignores what it wants to ignore and props up what it wants to prop up because they didn't oh, they say do. that about the dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. And they do it all the time. <laughs> they just picked the footprints. They just didn't want to acknowledge, right? This, yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. Global warming. We own 97% of the scientists <laughs> right. believe, yeah, well, I, what about the 3% believe? And what's the evidence? Look it up. And I don't believe it is 97. In fact, surveys have shown that if you ask the scientists across the board, climatologists, so less mm-hmm. than half believe in global warming. Well, are any, of the, now, are any of the 10,000 scientists or 5,000, how many was it that are completely bought and sold that, that propped up Al Gore's um, uh, narrative? 
Are any of them being interviewed now for their thoughts on when they substantiated through <laughs> fact that, is, that that we were going to burn by the yeah. year 2013? Yeah. So yeah. then where are those guys? Al Gore just came out yesterday. I know he did. He just makes me sick. So <laughs> the, says, the USS Al Gore is covered in snow right now. Yeah. I mean, it, it, Glo- in ice. He says global cooling is evidence of global warming. Okay. Think <laughs> about this for a what minute. What a crackpot. <laughs> what a total crackpot. This, I guess we're supposed to believe that. And who does he quote? He quotes some Scientologist climatologist. (laughs) Surprise, it's not an archaeologist (laughs) at this point. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. I'm trying to get there. Sorry about that. 888-673-1450. 888-673-1450. So true, though. I mean, Uh where are they? They, they? They stood in front of those microphones and on those cameras, and they were determined to tell us that we had to have all that funding go into these these things so that so that we could help with the global warming because we were about to burn up. Not a single person comes forward. Oh. Not one interview. It's crazy. Yeah, it's but pretty But write shamed. him a check. <laughs> I call, yeah, write him a check. He needs the money. Hi, <laughs> caller. Uh, welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Good afternoon. Hi there. I don't know if you've seen a, a documentary. It's called The Genesis Project. Yes, we've mentioned it on the show a few times. Yeah, The Genesis Project. Fantastic. That, yeah, the guy did just an awesome job with that. Have all of our kids watch that because they're going to get the counter narrative in school because now they've absolutely taken out creationism. And instead of calling evolution a theory, now they're calling it fact. And it's the only idea they're given in school now. These kids have to watch uh, Genesis. They have to. What is the full title? I think it's called the Genesis Project. Yeah, I think you're right. And uh, I'll tell you something. What a fantastic. Is you'll, it a you will be a book? so. No, it's just right on Netflix. You can get it oh. right on, uh, I think it's even on YouTube. And, and take a listen because you'll be completely intrigued. Oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm building a home here in the area. Mm-hmm. And on the surface, we have tons of lava rock and these great big, huge lava rock boulders. But we we dug down about ten feet mm-hmm. through about three different layers of strata, and we're pulling some huge lava rock boulders out, you know, mm-hmm. eight ten feet down from the surface, which has been just kind of interesting to see the different layers. And you know, it, there's been so much mm-hmm. geological activity on this earth; it's just incredible. Uh, you read the Book of Mormon and what went on on this continent. Mm-hmm. You know, for for three days, yeah, yeah, and it talks about that just a total transformation, and it's like, you know, there's no doubt in my mind why they find these cities that are buried and why they mm-hmm. find all. There's of a the lot of stuff out there. I, I think you're right. And, yeah, it's thank just ignorance you. Ignorance on our part to say it doesn't happen. Thank you for that call. I really appreciate it. He's right. Yeah, there's a lot of of, of treasure troves out there of information, and mm-hmm. and we just, you know what? Talk about being dumbed down. We just get to the point where we go, oh well, what did the scientists say? Hook, line, and sinker, <laughs> and it just makes yes. me ill because it has changed and changed and changed. And so, how can somebody just put all their faith in that? I, it, it's just always intriguing. When I was me. in college, I took a philosophy class, and he, my professor, thank goodness, he was a wise man, and he used to talk about these scientists and their white robes and their test tubes, mm-hmm. and they're they're the priests of the new order, you know, and they're the ones that you know they're they're all wise, and we must listen to them, and uh, they're the prophets, uh, you know. It's it's crazy, mm-hmm. and and he really introduced to me skepticism, mm. and so I mean, think about it. You know, the three four hundred years ago, it was proven one hundred scientists out of a hundred believed in spontaneous generation. 
Mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. We right. had a great we had a great guy on that uh, on the show for this too. We talked about yeah. this. And, and it, said, there's been, no way. It could there's happen. no way. Uh-uh. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It, the science changes all the time. They know they change, and that's why we read these scientific journals and all these scientific things. But don't venture too far away from it. Mm-hmm. From the established. Describe doctrine. spontaneous for those going now. What did he spontaneous just say? generation? It means that uh, life just spontaneously springs up from nowhere. If you take a bunch of dirty rags uh-huh. and throw them in an in a corner of a dirt, dark room, uh, cockroaches and rats are going to spontaneously develop from that. Mm. Next thing you know, just they'll they'll come right out of it, and yeah. so they they believed in that. I agree. 888-673-1450. It's toll-free. Not that we need it anymore with cell phones, but 888-673-1450. You can mm-hmm. call in live on the show, by the way. And the podcast, by the way, uh, you can find it at katedallyradio.com. And, and uh, I just put up today's first hour, and you can actually uh, look at all the podcasts uh, from the show in the archives, and you can even get archive favorites, because we have a lot of guests on the show, and Dave has brought a number of these types of guests on to talk about evolution and creationism and the proof of creationism that's never discussed in mainstream. And, uh, and they're pretty fantastic guests. So you've right. got to just check out some of these archive podcasts, as well as today's podcast. And, and this week, but check out some of these. What I encourage finds. people to do is open your minds, open up, look at the possibilities that are out there. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Einstein said, "Imagination is everything." And you start imagining, because they imagined back then. They didn't, you know, just sit there walk, every day, drudgery, haul this big stone up the pyramid, mm-hmm. you know. And there, there were people out there, there were engineers and scientists. How they developed this thing, how they align it with the sun, the North Star, so clearly. With all these tremendous amount of weight and pounds and, you know, uh, my gosh, there were brilliant minds back then. Mm-hmm. And they, they weren't dullards. And they were thinking and inventing and growing. You look at Leonardo da Vinci, the things that he was coming up with, mm-hmm. far in advance of what, you know, his culture at the time were in, involved in. Right. And, and so, and these people put together ideas, and, and if they had any money or finances or power, they would develop it. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. Yeah. You know, I read Aku Aku about the island of uh, uh, Easter Island mm-hmm. out there. Uh, fascinating book, you know, Thor Heyerdahl. Wrote about it. And he proved that they came from South America, Lake Titicaca. Mm-hmm. But anyway, from their boats. And they had all these heads. You know, you've seen Easter Island? And they'd I fall- haven't. They've got all these huge stone statues all around the island. Whether it be oh, love, hope, joy.